Hey everybody, welcome to episode 105 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here in the kitchen studio with me? Ah, Christopher the Male Booty, excited for WrestleMania Antista. Yeah, hmm. that's quite a quite a nickname there. Indeed. Repeat yeah. it back to me, what was it? Uh, Christopher excited for WrestleMania, the male booty, and uh, Tista. Uh, cut it in half, reverse it, and then double it. Oh, okay. That's what it is. All right. Who else? Tyler, I'm a cyberpunk guy. <laughs> Wild. I'm Dave Dumpster Rudden. Dave <laughs> Dumpster Rudden. Nice. I'm a Dave nice. Dog Dumpster nice. Diving nice. Rudden. Yeah. <laughs> I have my gnome goggles on, <laughs> and I'm ready to go. I thought that was a jeweler this lens, a... but that's actually pr- it is pretty cyberpunk. I've got my katana at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a fun week for games this week. It's uh, we've the got, best week for games of all yes, time. Yes, we've got one uh, one big new release. It's very similar to Monster Hunter, so of course Chris is excited. No, for it's it. not just that. <laughs> it's, and we, we've got other stuff to talk about too. But first, I wanted to, to jump in to this week's top five, talking about something we played very recently: Final Fantasy fifteen. That was exciting too. Yes, that was super. Also exciting. similar to Monster Hunter. And if oddly. I if I'm We'll get into it in the new releases, but I haven't seen the big third-party game that utilized the next-gen technology in any meaningful way. Any meaningful way. I disagree. I, well, give me an example. Assassin's Creed Unity. It's on every other platform. It is not on it's every fine. other Unity platform. Fine. Unity isn't... I don't want to dump on Unity anymore than it's already being dumped fine. on. Fine. I'm incorrect. <laughs> Problematic <laughs> game, but very, very pretty. I don't. It doesn't look that fun to Same me. Same with The Order 1886, which is apparently a dumb... Call of Duty yes. type game set in the 19th century. But a new generation of technology is supposed to bring us new experiences that can't be experienced on the previous console. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen good evidence of that with yeah, the next gen console. It's but, the same as like when the 360 and PS3 came out. It's like, yes. this is the same game as last time, but there's more paper floating around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Where did all this paper come from? Or there's a bunch of stuff that crosses over uh, multi-generation releases on the same day. Or in, in, in but the, guys... There were sparks underneath the wheels in Tony Hawk's American Wasteland on Xbox yeah. 360, whereas the Xbox One original Xbox version no sparks. It's still really exciting because, like, remember, like Dead Rising coming out and showing what yeah. the 360 can do. That's what we got this week with the FF15 demo and one of the new releases. In my opinion, okay. we saw what third-party people can do with next-gen technology, and that's more exciting than for the first-party right. stuff. That's I not know. actually why we're talking about it this no. week. No! The main reason we're talking about it's it is exciting. because it was included as a demo with Final Fantasy Type-0 HD. And I, I kind of get the feeling that most of the people who bought that game bought it for the demo, which in kind of a dick move is not on a disc. It's on. It, you, it's an exclusive voucher, so you can't share it with your friends. It's a coupon in the thing that you redeem? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. not available from like the Type 0 HD awful no. game menu? No. Got it. And they, no. they said After on record they separately. will never make the demo available any other way. So this Which is, is sad because it's a really fun it's demo. It's a really good demo. It's one of the best game demos I've ever seen. This is the top five coupons. <laughs> no! No. Uh, but it's, it's one of the best... Tyler, well, I don't know. There's probably a distinction on, on with Steam Greenlight, but there's not that many demos that are like huge and open world and like play around with this infinitely. And oh no, this... demos, yeah, demos barely happen even on PC. Mm-hmm. But you have You're early access, which is diff- which I know makes is a different thing. Well, you buy it, you do, buy and it. it's not a yeah. demo well, that's at how all. This worked. <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> yeah, but you're also just buying a game and then like 
as it develops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the difference is we don't we don't get Final Fantasy 15 if we spend sixty dollars on this demo. Mm-hmm. We get Type Zero HD. You you paying sixty dollars for the demo and you yeah. get a free PSP uh, high res version. But as um, I said last mm-hmm. week, the good thing about Type Zero is that you can donate it to any other Final <laughs> Fantasy game. Yeah. The universal donor. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the way to think about it is you're actually paying forty dollars for Type Zero and an additional twenty for the demo. Hmm. But are you, are you applying for a job there? Because that was brilliant. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just, brilliant. I'm just saying. Uh, if you want a way to rationalize this, there you go. I think it's evil and shady, and I still find it exciting. I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, but I mean, the the demo, like so clearly overshadowing the game that it's mm-hmm. packaged with, is something Which looks awful. Square Enix has done a lot. It's not, awful. They, but they it's haven't okay. done it in a while. But it is a yeah. three or four year old PSP game. It is. But it is. It's something they used to do all the time. It is. But I thought it would be fun this week for the top five if we take a look at five other games that have been overshadowed by their included demos. Yeah. You know. Well, that's what, that's why I'm saying I I should hate the practice, but because it's mm-hmm. such a return to form. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm I'm excited well, by it, and I'm glad you bought it and I didn't. And we're celebrating yeah. two decades of Square doing this very thing. Yes. But they haven't. I would say they haven't. And done other it in companies. One decade. They're not the only ones. They're not. But mostly Japanese companies. Yeah. Because they don't like to make things available for download. Mm-hmm. And thank you for buying that, Michael. We streamed it to youtubecom yep. time Network. Sorry about the sound in the beginning. It gets better. The sound. It gets better, just like growing up gay. Okay. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> they make an accurate comparison. <laughs> well, let's let's travel back to those halcyon days when demos were included on discs Yay. and start with number five. <laughs> <laughs> Who recognizes that sound? I totally do. That is the Dragon Quest level up sound, yep. specifically from Dragon Quest Eight, which I wouldn't recognize it from. No, actually, no. Like uh, uh, Creative Assassin back from the TDR days, he gave me all those sound effects. This is one of them, mm-hmm. and I completely have this. Yes, but Dra- Dragon Quest Eight, really good Dragon Quest game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came packaged with a demo for Final Fantasy Twelve, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why we're including it at number five because, like, by that point, like Final Fantasy Twelve, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, moment, some of Final Fantasy's momentum was dying down a bit after eleven, I think which was an MMO that was kind of disappointing. Well, for twelve or eleven? Yeah, well, 11 I think it was, was also yeah. that like by the like due to man, who's that guy they just removed from the Final Fantasy games and threw him on Kingdom Hearts exclusively? Um, I forget it. Sora. He's the guy who's been doing it the Mickey. whole time. But like, it, it, in my opinion, and what sounded like the shareholders' opinion, who who has have been making Final Fantasy games take seven years to make this mm-hmm. entire time. By the time twelve was released. The PS3 was out, and there was no way Final Fantasy XII could make it over to PS3. So it's this last-gen game, Shadow, the, the same situation as Shadow of the Colossus. So Final Fantasy XII got totally overshadowed. And I hear it's great, mm-hmm. but I had no interest in putting 80 hours into my PS2 when I had a shiny PS3. Wait, was that Hironobu Sakaguchi you're uh, thinking of? Let's say... See, so. he went on to form Mistwalker Studios, no, no, no. but I think twelve was like the, the first one to be made totally without him. No, but the, that guy they just removed from the Final Fantasies. It was kind of an embarrassing thing for him. I don't want to dwell on it and try and guess who it is. It's definitely Sid. That's yeah. who it is. Uh, but he's only working on the Kingdom Hearts games, which, watch, those will take seven years to come out. And they announced they Final Fantasy have. 15... Uh, a couple like a year ago, and it'll be out this year because mm. that guy's not on it. Is that Nomura? Tetsuya Nomura? Wait, is he the designer? Yeah, he's just the designer. It's, no, I'm it's the sure. it's the I forget his name. But he is on fifteen. Yeah. I think he's the one that's mostly responsible for those no, his ridiculous. Name, his outfits. name is on the title screen of the demo. Yeah, in all caps. Nobody else's name is on there at all, Whoa. and nothing else is in all caps. Huh. Well, okay then. <laughs> Anybody else have more on that? No, I, uh, yes, sorry. Getting excited. Yeah, Did anybody play Dragon Quest Eight? 
No. Nope. I've heard no. Brett talk about it a bunch. Yeah, Does I was kind of hoping he, he'd be on this show, but... No. No. Oh, well. But uh, here's a sound clip Sorry just for the hell of it. You. <laughs> yeah, you, you better be, Tyler. It's your fault. I know. <laughs> I've probably said it before, but it beats me how you ended up working for an old codger like him. Not that I can talk, though, eh? Guess people say the same thing about me. Working for you. Hmm. Who's codger? I do hope you're not referring to me. What would you know? A lowlife like you wouldn't recognize nobility if it came up and bit you on the ah. Bit you on the ah. The worst community theater of all time. Where'd you get that audio of Brett doing voices? (laughs) I don't know. The 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 first Australian guy sounded kind of uh, normal. Supposed to be Cockney, Cockney or whatever, but still sounded normal. And I'm like, this is weird for a JRPG. And then I'm like, oh, there's a really overboard guy. This a bloody genocide against T's and H's. See, I was just about to raise the point. (laughs) This was sort of the tail end of like Japanese uh, companies putting a lot of effort into their localization, hiring new voice actors and everything um i think this was level five that did uh dragon quest eight uh, i know that, sounds about right yeah they went on to do the very similar rogue galaxy um, ah, star wars also, rogue galaxy it, it was no. closer than you think <laughs> factor five no no, no. factor five I, did rogue leader rogue okay. galaxy right. was a an rpg that was in the same vein as dragon quest eight okay it was a ps2 exclusive just like Dragon Quest. I got Wiki Paras and everybody heard. Rogue Galaxy. Cut that out. That's not. Is that how current affair sounds? Rogue Galaxy is also the name of my cyberpunk katana. <laughs> it has it has a clock on it for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a, I put a meat thermometer <laughs> in the hilt. Ah, but I think for someone like me who, like, like I, we were talking about this earlier, but Dragon Quest rarely came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And when it did, like, I always had the sense, it's like, this is not a very story-heavy RPG. And I'm sure people who played it are ready to jump down my throat for that now. But that, that's what? just kind of my perception. And and Dragon Quest VIII really seemed to put a lot of effort into its story, mm-hmm. into creating these cutscenes that were all in engine. I would That's the distinction I would make. It's not, it's not a very cutscene-heavy franchise. Hmm. And yeah. it was sort of the exception of that. Mm-hmm. I only played a ton of nine. That's the last one I played, and... There's no, there isn't a lot of story. There's that no was on play. DS, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're you're the silent hero who's traveling with a, like Yangus is the Cockney guy, and the high pitched guy is what? this uh, ap- apparent cursed king named Trode, who's been transformed <laughs> into this little what a Trode. Yeah, who's been transformed into this little Yoda like character, and uh, he travels with a horse that he claims <laughs> is, is his daughter, the princess. <laughs> And uh, step on my Yoda impression. Okay, well, I know you're yeah. trying to deliver. And facts Dragon Quest here. is uh, that's that has the designs from the Dragon Ball guy, right? Yeah. Yes, Akira Toriyama. It's yeah. always had his designs. Like maybe another game on this list. Well, yeah, right, we'll right. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great RPG that kind of got overshadowed by Final Fantasy XII. I'm sure a lot of people bought it for that. Maybe not as many people as bought some of the other games on this list. But we are kind of going in order of how much they were overshadowed by their mm. demos. Yes, yeah. demo gravitas. And yes. uh, I'm yeah. sure in Japan, it was like an equal kind of... Uh, uh, well, they, they love uh, Dragon Quest. Yeah, Dragon, Dragon Quest Fancy is significantly more popular than oh, Final yeah, Fantasy. Absolutely. Well, I, just, I was sort of baffled by that. Like, Final Fantasy doesn't make much of a dent there anymore. It was just the one thing that Square could make in Japan that would have a huge splash globally, and that's mm-hmm. the exact opposite with Dragon Quest. It doesn't make a splash anywhere but locally. Yeah, and it, mm-hmm. it's weird seeing, like... 
Japanese elements in Final Fantasy when they're trying to make them more globally appealing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when you guys went out of the the demo area mm-hmm. and it says, "Please understand, you mm-hmm. we are we are closing down this demo because we have went too far yes. away." Yes. Uh, great apologies for ending games. You've seen you too much it. of the demo. <laughs> <laughs> Forgiveness, oh. please. <laughs> Pre-order now. All right, so yeah, our, our Dragon Quest expert is out this week, so let's move on Fuck! to number four. It's all gone to shit, and it just keeps rising. Now it's about to hit the fan. This is a game we're going to all talk about. Shit rising. Yeah, shit rising <laughs> yeah. for Xbox 360. <laughs> shit fan. Better known as Crackdown. Oh. Which Good ca- job, Rapara. It came packaged with the Halo 3 beta. <laughs> that was pretty nuts. And everybody was like, Ugh, I have to buy Crackdown just to get the Halo 3 beta. And I'm like, fuck you. This is going to be remembered as the more yeah. defining game. Hey, at least the they didn't Xbox have to buy Crackdown 2. It That's was, true. It was the <laughs> best experience I'd had on Xbox Live up until that point, and I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have bought it if were it not for the beta. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are in the same boat there. Yeah. But yeah, Crackdown was this really fantastic, kind of minimalist GTA-esque mm-hmm. game, but they added all these crazy-ass superpowers. Like super Cop, yeah. Odds are you've probably played it, mm-hmm. and if you haven't, you should. Um, don't play Crackdown 2, though, because that's kind of terrible. But that was I think that was part of the naivete of this whole endeavor is that they packaged the demo in with this mm-hmm. and thought Crackdown is a hit but we don't know why yeah. clearly this other developer who didn't have anything to do with the mm-hmm. first one can do the same thing yeah. right well let's make it There's even no even yeah. more minimalist set in the same city but we'll break a few things and we'll put zombies there and yeah. zombies for no good goddamn reason that is a, that's a there's a developer called just add zombies right yeah I think so I mm-hmm. believe there is but that was Crackdown's approach to making a sequel yeah yeah is, I kind think it's a great really. game. I, I don't know if I can stand by that. I haven't played it in a while. The first one is. The first one. Yeah, absolutely. It is the single best... Ex- like, I played games online on the console, and none of them compared to the shit that I was able to do on a PC. Mm-hmm. And then I was just fucking around with a guy, and he's like, oh, I just... He's like, he said, I just looked. You don't have the flipping a car over ten times achievement. You want it? Yeah. And he told me what to do. And I got in a car, and he was leveled up, and he jumped to the top of the highest building made me sit in the car and threw it off the building with me nice. inside of it. <laughs> and I got the tent car rolling over ten times achievement. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> I want to do this all the time. I've yeah. had sex multiple times in my life, but uh, being thrown in a car in a video it game, was great. There were, tops. Uh, whatever. There was genuinely terrifying <laughs> moments in Crackdown involving verticality for me as someone who's afraid of heights. And I, oh, did, nice. I did like it a lot. And I did, I did kind of like two. Uh, yeah. And I have faith that there'll be a new one, hopefully, uh, for... X-Bone. Oh, they, yeah, they, they, had that, they uh, revealed it. They yeah. revealed, they revealed a, a demo as part of, like, what do you call it? Uh, a spec project. It wasn't mm. even revealed at, like, an E3. It was like, here, this might be Crackdown. Here's some particle effects. Yeah. It occurs to me that Crackdown basically has the same name as Hardline. <laughs> <laughs> and is a better cop game, single-player-wise. Yeah, yeah. And they're both great class I guess songs. you're, I mean... Are you're you out of line, Crackdown. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember Crackdown was also like one of the first You're really my battle line hardfield. <laughs> one of the first really great experiences I had with DLC. Hmm. And mm. that like you download that the weapons harpoon. pack. Yeah, you get the harpoon, the harpoon and then you can just like stick bad guys to your car like Three. a fucking reaver mobile or something and just drive around with all these corpses hanging off. It was oh, this pre or post just cause. This was pre just cause. Way pre just yeah. yeah. just pre just cause two. Definitely. Well, yeah. just, about, when did Just Cause come out? It was. I want to say that was at like end of two thousand six. The original. No, just it was Cause. well. Just Just Cause was multi-platform. Yeah. It was uh, previous gen and then current oh, gen. Yeah. 
Well, either way, Crackdown came out after Just Cause 1, which doesn't hold a fucking candle to Just Cause 2. Oh, no. no. I also remember Just... Or, sorry. Uh, Crackdown was one of the first games with gold games. Mm. And they, I remember they announced it at E3, and it just landed with such a thud, like, Hey, uh, we know you guys love PlayStation Plus, so we're starting Xbox Games with Gold. And this month, starting right now, you can download Crackdown. Crackdown. Yeah. And then Which is like, we already have that. Or what? we can go to GameStop and get it for three ninety nine. When yeah. I bought my 360 at the time, Crackdown was the first game I ever found for 360 that was under $50. <laughs> because it was wow. used. There was no games under 50 Maybe Fusion yeah. Frenzy. And then, I'm sure there were a bunch of people who just bought it for the Halo 3 beta sure. and immediately returned it unplayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is sad to think about. It's a lovely game. It really is. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Halo 3 beta, like... That was exciting for a little while if you're if you're into the multiplayer and who isn't, but uh, eh, I don't know whatever. But uh, I have a I bunch of sounds. I have a bunch of sounds from this, uh, including one that I'm ninety percent sure we've made fun of before on this on this show. Your primary objective is to remove each gang's kingpin, Los Muertos' charismatic Don Domingo El Brazo Garcia, the Volt's autocratic Vladimir the Wolf Goliak. And the Shy Jen's enigmatic wang. <laughs> oh, good old Anish. Shy Jen's yeah. enigmatic wang. <laughs> uh, Don Domingo El Brazo Garcia. So he's the arm Garcia. That wang could ch- sell a ketchup popsicle to an Eskimo. <laughs> so enigmatic. You know, my uh, all my exes say I have an enigmatic wang. <laughs> they do. Check, check glass. Sometimes it's a, sometimes it's a cube. Sometimes say I have an enigmatic a... wang. All mine live in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> All mine change their sexes. <laughs> That's also a song. All mine are dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, they know why. <laughs> crack down. Crack down, down. Down crack. Uh, down crack is when you sweat and it goes right down yeah. your uh-huh. crack. And it's so Tyler's, Tyler's out of things to say about this. <laughs> Swampy. <laughs> Clearly. I'd rather hear what he has to say. Yeah, I got important stuff to talk about in my cyberpunk lifestyle mm-hmm. that I have taken a... Taken up very recently today. Okay. More butt stuff. Yeah. Well, one of the things I did love about Crackdown was that it let you tailor your agent to, you know, whatever you want. It gave you a bunch of different types, mm-hmm. and they would all evolve as you beefed up your agent. It was kind of cool to see, like, your little clean-cut dude, like, grow huge dreads and uh, Green orbs a, an ugly beard. Yeah, Discover yeah. reggae music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But then mm-hmm. uh, the sequel... It, it like lets you start out with like four different character models, and then the second you leveled up, it put a helmet on you. Mm. So like that cool customization is just gone, I, and and it, it sort of made you take a step back from the personality on display. I, I sadly don't think Crackdown was a priority for Microsoft when it, it, I think it had kind of blossomed into an unexpected hit, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, two wasn't taken as seriously as it should have been. But I, I do remember where I saw a Crackdown demo. And it was wasn't it E three? It was at a, a a tech conference about um, cloud computing that the three the Xbox was supposed God. to offer and didn't. Mm-hmm. But it was it's a, still no one knows what it does. I understand that it could work though. Well, it I mean, should it's be in the cloud, Chris. It's in the cloud. It should be able, but I can stream I can stream a game off someone's PS four right now. So clearly, the cloud. Tell me what the work. cloud is right now. The cloud is a server that's located somewhere other than my house. No. <laughs> What? Tell me what the cloud is, damn it. What is the cloud? Guys, the cloud's at my house. I don't know. Nobody knows. That's the, the thing with the cloud. The is a buzzword name for, uh, <laughs> uh, for content not stored locally. My Google Drive is a cloud. Yeah. It is. Sure. It just is. It's not just a server. 
It is just a, a server. More. Well, then what is it, Tyler? I don't know. Nobody knows. Yes, they do. We all know what it is. The cloud is just this stupid buzzword mm-hmm. that, that's hard to explain, but you know exactly what it does. It's taking the processing power off your local machine and adding some of it onto your, uh, the latency of your bandwidth. Hey, I say I've never seen a cloud. Therefore, it doesn't exist. Uh, what about Cloud from Final Fantasy? What about the okay. story? Yeah. Okay. Um, what about Prompto from Final Fantasy XV, who looks like Cloud? I, for a long time, I, could, I thought you guys were making a joke about text prompts mm-hmm. by saying that character's name while I was playing the demo. No. But his name is his Prompto. His name is there on screen. <laughs> his name Prompto. is Prompto. Gladiolus, Ignis, and Prompto. You just got a text Prompto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, Crackdown, Crackdown, fantastic game. Shouldn't have been as overshadowed by its demo as it was. If you're poor and feel the need. But you wouldn't have bought it without the demo because it's new IP and everyone hates that. Guess what, though? You play that game, you're going to crack up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Funny game. We're done with this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's here. Our gracious hero, brave Fensamu Sashi. Oh, he's rather small. This will not do. Again, with a lot of effort being put into localization. This is Galavant on ABC. <laughs> it's Brave French Musashi on oh, PS1. I'm trying to was, remember what the demo was on this. Well, well was you can it probably guess. FF game? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Uh, nine? No. Mm-hmm. Ten. No. Mm-hmm. Eight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey! hey look. Ding. Third time's a dick. Uh, <laughs> two. I want, I've actually been more curious to go back and play Brave Fencer Musashi than it was a, a really fun really game, charming. and I think I got a lot more enjoyment out of it than I did the, team up with the Final Tumba. Fantasy demo. <laughs> did you really out of out of Brave Fencer Musashi? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was the opposite for my my buddy who bought it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I mostly watched. Him I play. still remember a lot about the Final Fantasy demo. Mm-hmm. Like I remember yeah. more. Like I remember Seven's demo was iconic. Like. Mm-hmm. I just remember like I think it was some it was the train section. So it was later in the game. It wasn't like. Final Fantasy 7 there were, right there the were like four different Final Fantasy 7 demos. Oh. What? But there was one Final Fantasy 8 demo. But the, the one that came with Musashi was like, it didn't take place at the beginning of the game, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. The one, that, the one that came with Musashi was pretty close to the beginning of the game because it's the beach landing. Oh. So I think, I think it's maybe an hour or two into the game, oh. if not at the very beginning. It's still cool. It's a better way to present a game, yeah. Yeah. especially a Final but Fantasy the, game, which the, is going to tell you story, 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 yeah. story, 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 yeah. story, story, story. Now you can play. That it's hour or two may have been a cutscene. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd never played Final Fantasy VIII for very long. The, the demo was probably the most I ever played it. Mm-hmm. And I know the big difference was that uh, in the game, at that point, you are you have Safer in your mm-hmm. party. It turns out to be one of the bad guys. <gasps> Morley Safer? Yes, Morley Safer from oh, 60 oh, Minutes. <laughs> And the killed uh, Andy Rooney. The demo, <laughs> the demo. I still wore an earring for some reason. The <laughs> demo replaced him in your party with mm. Renoa, who's the uh, princess mm. character that is Squall's love interest. Mm. I believe it's called Renoa. Renoa. <laughs> no. It's a little uh, like rice-y. quinoa. Yeah. 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 Wife of Chris Renoa. <laughs> uh, I wasn't gonna go there. I, I was. I'll go there for repeatedly. <laughs> I've been there, man. Yes. Watch. So, we'll see what sign I bring to WrestleMania this weekend. Oh my god. If you want to be there for more than ten minutes, Brave Fencer Musashi was a game I absolutely loved. It was this bizarre action RPG. Mm-hmm. That was like just filled to bursting with weird food puns <laughs> for some reason. Like you're summoned uh, from a samurai world to defend the all-you-can-eat kingdom. What I've noticed on the rare Japanese game that wants to play for a kid audience, oh, yeah. they treat food exactly like they would a 
big titted lady. Huh. They lust after them in the same way. Like the, yeah. the characters just want to eat all the time. Everyone has Princess to have tomato lust. in the Salad Kingdom or whatever mm, on yeah, the NES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lots of weird voice acting with strangely named characters in this. Like uh, this, for example. Musashi, just hurry up and bash this hunk of lard. Ah, oh, shucks! <laughs> Shut up, you dumb gal, or else y'all gonna get a licking. That was uh, Rootrick. That was uh, Zed one of the from central Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Rootrick is a character who shows up in the beginning to menace everybody. I would have to, to threaten guys playing Red Rover. I would have isolated every yeah, word of that shucks. to play over and over again. Oh, shit, you dumb dang. <laughs> Teen is never going to win the dance now. <laughs> uh, their, their latest episode is a, uh, a um, Breakfast Club parody. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. I love the Bee oh, Club. Cool. I need to watch that. But uh, this, like, Musashi, weirdly enough, you know, despite being based on a myth, an almost mythical figure in Japanese history, uh, is very reluctant to play the savior to these uh, dumbass royals. What do you guys want? Let me go home. I'm busy, you know? Can someone get me a Franklin? You've been summoned to save our world, so you can't go back to your world until you save ours. Uh isn't it just a shame? That guy is great on Unbreakable <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. That guy? Yes, he's really good. Titus. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, it sounds like a grandma trying to sound like a gay dude. Yeah. <laughs> Titus, all right. Sure, whatever. No. It's, it's a fantastic game. There you uh, go. I think it's on PS. I strongly recommend it. Take the reins. I mean, yeah, the color like, commentary. One of the, things, the cool things about it is that you could collect action figures of all mm-hmm. the characters in-game for some reason, and... So, like, you could view them in 3D, and then you can take them out of their box and look at them again in 3D. And I don't think you can put them back into their boxes mm-hmm. afterward. <laughs> like, no, it's just you've unminted them but now. But is this a, another one of these games? Oh, man, I don't want to bring that up yet. Let's keep going, and I'll bring it up later. Okay. Number two. That's got to be Mario 2. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's toe ball number one. Yeah, I don't toe ball number one. Which is ironically not number one on our countdown. Oh, so strange. did Brave Fencer Musashi got one sequel? Yes, and for then, PS2 that nobody played. And oh, so shit. did this game. Because it did. Yeah, now, but now was... knowing how the rudimentary system of how especially Japanese games work, yeah. like those first month sequel, those first month numbers mean like, well, we got to do a sequel. Yeah. And all yeah. these games got a sequel based on how much the demo ended up selling the game. Basically, And then yeah. completely abandoned the characters one, and, and projects. And Tobal 2 never came out in America, which yeah. is one of the... Uh, it's which one is of the, a damn shame. It's a damn shame because it's, it's one of the few games I've actually imported. And, yeah. Uh, mm. it's really, I modded my PlayStation just for that game. Wow. I remember it was like the best looking game on PS1. Yeah. Uh, we, probably ever mm-hmm. because... And the thing with that game is it used it didn't have textures on the yeah. characters that had gurad shading, mm-hmm. so Excuse that you me? could you, gurad shading was a technique where it's like you a could, cheese gurad, yeah, gurad, <laughs> you know, like gouda. But it was it was a technique for shading polygons. So what they did was they would just color, color the polygons one color, and it was sort of like cell shading. And then you you just have shading to give them depth, mm-hmm. and, and that's why they look like uh, an assemblage of mochi balls fighting one another. Kind of. Well, like, the, the, the first game, like, yeah. they looked very angular and uh, polygonal. Mm-hmm. And then the second game, like, it was almost PS2 quality graphics. Yeah, like, everything totally. was mm. rounded and smooth, and it looked phenomenal. And I remember, like, one of the cool things about it is, like, when you won, 
you could control the camera yeah. and like zoom in on your character's face and then like waggle the joystick to move their eyes around. Yeah, it's really creepy. Like yeah. a boglin? Yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> See, delete that reference. There's no one <laughs> out there who's going to get that. All I know so. is that they were on uh, Robot Chicken and they eat and fuck their dead. But was that According the to Robot people? Chicken. No, the, go- the boglins. The boglins. I have yeah. several. And they've been used three times as dog training tools. Dogs fucking hate those things. Um, <laughs> Can you blame them? I, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Hovering hand puppets made of garbage. It's terrifying. But Toeball, yeah. I'm not, I wasn't, I, I, yeah. my friends were completely into fighting games. and I wasn't. But I love the quest mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, mode is really so, great. Like, if you haven't played it, Tobol is a really strange fighting game. Yeah. Like, it was genuinely 3D in an yep. era when even 3D games were on a 2D plane. And it, didn't it use all the buttons to like navigate the 3D? So yeah, like, and the, the start button ended up being the jump button, or at I least that's the way my friend so, no, customized it. Uh, gosh, I'm, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, all watch the direction, mouth, all, all the directional pads moved, like all the directions moved you in. That like you press down, you moved mm-hmm. towards the screen, up, moved away from the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you had to like hold. It was uh, the triggers and the shoulder mm-hmm. buttons that like were modifiers. So like holding one would like but stop modifiers your for movements. Block. Yeah, and, and it's I weird. Think, I think yeah, it was one of the the, bu- the shoulder buttons that mm-hmm. was jump. But it was really neat. It, it since it there wasn't any uh, textures, it was able to move super fast. It was like thirty or sixty mm-hmm. frames per second at a time when games huh. weren't really hitting that benchmark. But there's also a lot of counters because when you held block. Then when you uh, press the attack button, mm-hmm. instead of punching, you would initiate a throw. And if your opponent could counter in a certain way, then he could, like... It would be like a crazy wrestling match where it's like, he's gonna go, he brings you up for power bomb, and then you bring him down to a DDT, and then he throws you, yeah. and it's crazy. And the, the throwing moves in particular kind of had a ragdoll feel to them. Yeah. Like, like you were just having these randomly generated objects in 3D space, and they were trying to grab each other. Yeah. But then it had the quest mode, mm-hmm. which you brought up, which... I don't think I've ever seen a f- another fighting game do that. Where I mean, Tekken's done it ever since to some extent, oh, but but yeah, like they, yeah. in Tekken my opinion, Force. they were the first fighting game to ever do that. Yeah, yeah. like to offer a, like a, a really big first person mode, and that's mm-hmm. what I played the most of. Yeah. Oh yeah, you go, go dungeon crawling yeah. and go to villages and crap. Well, like, uh, yeah, like. The arcade mode doesn't take any time at all to finish, mm-hmm. and when you beat it, like the endings are all the same in Tobal One, mm-hmm. uh, but the. The quest mode, yeah, it'll take you like the first one's only like three floors, and then I think it goes to like five floors, and then ten floors, and the last one thirty floors, and it'll take you like an hour, and it's so nerve wracking because if you lose mm. on like the twenty ninth floor, you gotta start start all the way over. Ugh, so but it, it's pretty awesome because it it is very RPG like. You'll find potions, and you don't know what they do until yeah. you either drink it or you throw it at an opponent, <laughs> and it can either have a good or a bad. Thing, like connotation, so you can drink a potion and it'll drink, it'll drain you down to one health, like one. Like or you can revitalize health. a guy you were just about to or kill. Or you can give him like turbo powers, and it'll like kick oh, you at like 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 fifty times that. per second. It would. Did we even say what demo came with it? Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Oh, I'd never heard of it. One Moving of the on. Four. <laughs> uh, but I yeah, I played so much of Toeball Number One. I would say it's probably my fate. Like it's probably my top five favorite. Well, what games I ever. don't remember what went wrong with Toeball Number Two. Which, by the way, don't. Start your franchise out with a presumptuous number one yeah, ever again. We'll mock it. it forever as games. I, games I guess I remember you know, reading a lot about it in Game Players yeah, Magazine. Part, I'm so hyped for it. Part of the thing with Tobal Number One is the demo didn't sell it to quite the same degree that it did with some of these others, mm-hmm. because although I'm sure it was the main reason that a lot of people bought the game, there were also other demos that you could get separately that were Whoa. distributed with official PlayStation Magazine uh, in PlayStation the UK. 
Yeah, there was another one that had come up previously. There's like one demo that like has Aerith or Aerith in it and replaces her with Tifa. Because I, I remember when I got, I first played Tobal and I played Final Fantasy demo like when I rented it from a local video game it, store, and I'm like, I'm buying this game. It's awesome. It was kind of the thing that like. Okay, games are entering an area where I have to be interested again. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, and this I need was a PlayStation. Like a, this was a pretty major departure for Square because, like, I, I guess they did Ride Racer during NES era, but then, yeah. like, since then, like, between that game and the beginning of the PlayStation era, they kind of shied away from doing any RPG or any any non-RPGs. Kind of, yeah. And then their fir- they announced their first game coming to, pl- to PlayStation is a fighting, a fighting game. game. And then I think Einhander might have been next. And if you... Like, if you think about how they were unspooling these demos, I don't think two divergent genres have been used to this extent to sell yeah. a different game. It, it stands mm, to reason yeah. that a fan of Crackdown would might like Halo. Yeah. Sure, uh, but I don't. It's, it yeah. seems bizarre now. Like, but the, it did have character designs by um, Akira Toriyama. Yeah. If you were going to buy Street Fighter Four. And then get a demo for the Lost Odyssey. Yeah, it doesn't seem to make sense. It's that's it's very true. weird. That's true. But uh, I did play so much of this game that uh, me and my brothers would. Uh, I mean, I think this is a common practice with Street Fighter Two, mm-hmm. where you would play it and you'd hear the special moves and mm-hmm. like the characters say Japanese phrases so much, you would use onomatopoeia and say like, "This is what he's saying in English." Uh, but not in the case of the guy that you played to start. That's Home, the robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like he's got a Jerry Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> That one we didn't have one for. It's too long. But he does sound so much like Jerry Lewis. I, I think I remember like a, one of his Tobol 2 quotes was just like, He's stuck with that weirdness. And there was a lot of strange characters in this. Yeah. Uh, Holm was one of them. It's the like this weird yeah, C-3PO-E robot. So I don't know if you... like. Uh, Oliems yeah. is the strangest. He's the old man, but he's friends with Holm. No, Oliems is the giant chicken man. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, there is an old man who's friends with Home. Yeah. Um, again, uh, I hope there's someone listening to this who's never heard of it trying to draw what we're describing. But Home is a uh, well, no one outside of this table is probably ever going to see it. But on uh, on AIM, my chat icon <laughs> is Home from Tobal. Number is that one. what that is? Yeah. I just I like him so much. He's my favorite character in the game. Let's see. Can you uh, translate what Chuji is saying? I oh, know. We didn't have one for that. Ugh, He's sorry. saying, please pass the bubble tape, man. <laughs> no prob- okay, here's here's Apon, the the token girl. Well, something isn't Nothing? something. Can you play it one more time? Quit yucking. Yeah, I think of something like you're not gonna knock me out. You're not gonna knock me out. Mama said, "Don't knock me out." Right, <laughs> like, any more improv we can do with this? <laughs> um, this is a great uncomfortable silence. Yep, we, it's, it's okay. Nice room tone there. Mm. All right. Is there any more? Talking about potatoes. Nope, that's all. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Don't want to try again? Okay. Let's move on (laughs) to... (laughs) Did I win? I have confirmed that the target has ceased all functions. You are correct. You did win. Who are you? I am Ada, the advanced battle computer of this Jehuti. Jesus. It sounds like like Gladys talking to a Captain Planet kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of. Well, this is Zone of the Enders. Oh, boy. And a really unique storyline, I mm-hmm. think, and especially in the first game, that like you play as this kid whose space colony is under attack, and he just sort of stumbles into this super advanced attack robot that was waiting for another pilot and start smashing everything. And I've never heard of a storyline like that. 
Mm. <laughs> I don't Neon know what you're referring to. Yeah, a little bit similar, except uh, there was a strong difference. Every in the, anime that exists. Yeah. They, uh, both he... Multiple Voltrons. Leo, the main character, had his own little bugaboos, where Shinji is... Just a big whiner who's got constant PTSD. Motherfucker. Uh, Leo deals with it in a different way. Won't you tell me to destroy it this time? If I did, would you do it? No. I can understand the principle of your trying to spare human life. It is illogical, but I cannot help that. You know, See, as, he's, as, he's in control of a massive weapon, and he doesn't want to kill anyone. As a little kid... So do you think it took after Ender's Game at all? <laughs> as a, little, a, little, as a little kid, I thought all people like this were pussies and could never understand it. Like human life. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to kill people? <laughs> I, I don't feel yeah. like that now, but I do know how I felt back then. Where like, yeah, I'm being told to kill people with the weapon who are bad. Well, yeah. I remember seeing <laughs> it and thinking, like, really, a little kid is. Uh, he was like supposed to be like 12 in mm-hmm. this, and like, really, someone that young I have has given this much thought this. to non not killing people. I. F- <laughs> Also, I, I like find, Garfield. I find my fate problematic. <laughs> I'm not saying Our the average 12-year-old would kill people, but like, like, look at a child soldier situation. Mm-hmm. If you put a gun in a kid's hand and said, like, we need you to join our army and fight for us, it's like, I think a lot of kids would be excited about mm-hmm. that until they, you know, saw their first dead person. There aren't a lot of third world countries. Yeah. No. Uh, this is, <laughs> on a lighter note, uh, this is, again, one of those games I think Konami... What game was bun- oh, was, it was Metal Gear Solid? Two. Yeah, probably the Sons most famous. The, the famous, entire snake portion of the game. Yeah, I would say the most <laughs> famous demo of all time Absolutely. for those yeah. reasons. And and this is this is a number one because I think out of all these games, like yes, Zone of the Enders got its own following and it got a sequel, but the Metal Gear Solid Two demo is legendary yeah. and remains mm-hmm. legendary. And a lot of people think it's superior. To the full game. Well, because you think because Snake's they don't the have main to character. Play as, yeah. You, it's, it's Snake. You don't have to play as Raiden. And there was so much to do in that demo. There like, was. You could go back over and over again and keep discovering new things. There right. was. I remember three times going over to friends' houses and then like they shut off Zone of Enders when mm-hmm. I walk in. Like, here, let's check out the Metal Gear. <laughs> For a good again. portion of time when I worked at a Funko Land that became a GameStop. Mm. We we took trade ins of just the Metal Gear Solid oh, wow. 2 demo disc and would wow. sell it for like 4 or $5. Wow. Nice. But we, we gave him a good $2 or $3 I assure you, Konami misunderstood people wanting to pick up the Metal Gear Solid demo as numbers for Zone of Enders. Yeah. It got its own sequel. I think it may have got another sequel, and it got an HD remake, all on that foolhardy premise that people wanted Zone it, of Enders and a, never did. It got a GBA spinoff called uh, Fist of Mars. All giant failures. I based, wanted it. Did you? Yeah, I liked that game. Yeah. Did you like Zone of Enders? I liked it too. It was I was I was I, disappointed by the sequel. Like a lot of people were saying, "Oh, this is so much better." And I think now it kind of is. Like it looks better. You you go back and look at the cutscenes, especially in Zone of the Enders one, and it's just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we just learned how to render in 3D, and all of our characters look fucking horrible." But <laughs> like the, like the last episode of Community with fucking Keith Davies, motherfucking VR man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you not seen it yet? Yeah, I saw it. It's like doing Keith David yeah. in the mid nineties. WCW, WCW, and WWE were poised to be. <laughs> I, I'll stop. Jesus wept because there Jesus were no wept. more worlds to conquer. My, that was my Dean impression. Uh, all right, I was going to say something though. else about this, but then you guys interrupted. Oh, you're right. right. Don't say about it. Uh, Don't how say the Zone no. Vendors HD collection also had a yes, demo. Yes, yes. Thank <laughs> you. Zone of the. You want to guess what that demo was? What? It was Metal oh, Gear Revengeance. Rising Revengeance uh, for HD. For yeah, the Zone of Vendors HD had a collection. Physical release. Yeah. Yes. No, I didn't know that. That was the one that wasn't a uh, messed up on Xbox 360. 
Oh, the, the Silent the Hill. Silent Hill got oh, yeah, fucked yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, but Zone of the Enders was fine. Yeah. Didn't hear anything bad about it was, that one. It was great. Well, but you also didn't hear much of anything about that one. <laughs> so you well, never, you never heard. heard no no news is good news. Yes. You never heard the shipboard computer rap. Do you want me to explain how to manipulate the frame? Please, Roger. Explain how to manipulate the frame. Okay. Damn it, I thought I was going to get an actual rap. Instead, I got two fraggles talking. My name is Zone, Zone of the Enders Computer, and I'm here to, to say, say I like to do computing in a major way. I ride the coattails <laughs> of Metal Gear Solid in a major way. <laughs> I said a major way. <laughs> there was an article of somebody trying saw, yeah. trying to find the origins of I'm the, I'm the blank blank, and I'm here to say, and it, it was literally... Like, came back it might be that Flintstones Pebbles commercial it might be because it might. there's something like it in the Sugar Hill game that was the, the fake uh, white guy version of rap yeah because the, the, the Sugar Hill gang song is like my name is this and I'd like to say hello he, like he never does but that rhyme but it had the rhyme. same conclusion as I think an old episode of Laser Time did where it's like yeah it's that and the Chiquita Banana that's it <laughs> and I'm here to say oh I'm Chiquita the Banana I'm here to say what was the rest of it I'm a terrier, I'm, terrible stereotype in a major way. I'm filled with potassium uh, in a stereotypical way. <laughs> aye, aye. Um, Zone of Enders. Yeah, Zone of the Enders. Kind of interesting things about this game. Number one, it insisted on referring to its mecha as orbital frames. Yes, that's what uh, they were. There wasn't any ground gameplay. Oh, it was all, you're just sort of hovering in midair yeah. and like 360 degree fucking up robots mm-hmm. uh, with a sword. And one of my favorite things to do was float as close as possible to any sort of ground or surface so that uh, J.O.D.'s weird high-heeled feet would just sort of scrape along the surface and uh, bring up a bunch of sparks. Hmm. It was, it was kind of cool. Played this a lot more than Made I me did. feel like a badass. Yes, I did. I like I the name Jehudi. Jehudi. Yeah. I played it a lot, but then again, I played Jehudi Slave Zero Anubis. a lot, too. So. Oh. The hell is Slave Zero? Was that uh, weird Dreamcast game? Yeah, giant robot game for Dreamcast. No. It wasn't very good, but I really liked giant robots. I still do. It was the PSX version. I think is was like a, a buck on that oh, huge really? sale that oh, they really? had the other day. Yeah, oh. I don't know. I think the normal sized robot from Tobal is cooler. Oh, I'll play it with my Bleem. <laughs> Your Dreamcast. It's still really hard to emulate Dreamcast games. Uh, yeah, uh, my kingdom. If you can figure it out, because it doesn't really work. And I and every time I like research it, like the last research done on emulating Dreamcast seemed to have ended in 2006, and all of those websites are riddled with. Well, they were, they were on GD ROMs, which was yeah. like Sega's proprietary format. GD ROMs, Stan- GameCube emulation's coming a long way. Someone yeah. explained it to me. They're yeah. like, why? Why when we our systems are 20 times as powerful as a Dreamcast, is it so hard to emulate that kind of stuff? It's just because like. Your processor has to pretend to be a different kind of processor, and like yeah, that's in addition to being a regular work. processor, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, like you're using software as a processor. Oh, not you know, like your processor isn't doing this like at the core level. Mm-hmm. It's running Windows, and then Windows, a program in Windows is trying to act and like also, a different it's, processor. It's running Windows so and also trying to run a GameCube at the same time. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, sort of. Look, I, I just, just, just got to be able to play Floygan Brothers on my PC at some point in the future. <laughs> Floygan, Floygan! Floygan, Floygan! I don't want that to be We're great. We're named after the sound of Jerry Lewis vomiting! Dave, I'm going to get on the cyber net and get my cyberpunk hacker friends to help you with this. I've In the dark, dark web. I was wondering why you mounted your keyboard, the keyboard to the walls. Yeah, I. You just recline your seats. This is my lifestyle now, Chris. 
That's why there are USB cables coming out of the toilet because I'm trying to just like wire us up, you know? Gross. Wire us up into. You're trying to turn yourselves into Tetsuo the Iron Man. The cyberpunk future. Serial experiments lane. Ugh. That's that's the shitty anime I'm now basing my yeah. life on. And take a shit 3.0 compatibility. It's great. All right. Well, if this show's okay. devolving into anime references, it's probably time You're welcome. to cut this segment short. And uh, we'll take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Bloodborne, we're going to talk about some other stuff, so stay tuned. Everybody, it's me, the raccoon who lives under Chris's porch and comes out every week to tell you how to support Video Game Apocalypse. There's a bunch of ways you can do this. Obviously, there's what I tell you to do every week, which is to subscribe on iTunes, rate and review us there. That kind of is the best for raising the profile of the show and lets Apple know we're cool. It lets other people know we're cool. It lets us grow our fan base and gives you more people you can talk about Video Game Apocalypse with. Similarly, if you want to go out and tell a friend, which is also free, costs you no money, just a little bit of time, go up and say, "Hey, friend, here's this show that I listen to religiously. As in, I have a shrine built to this show and its host and its." cuddly raccoon and i really think you'd enjoy it too go listen to it so that we can have something to talk about because really i've stopped relating to you as a human being and nothing you say really interests me anymore and i think this would really bring us much closer together also you can buy stuff through the amazon links that you might see on losertimepodcast.com they're down the right hand of the site you can just click on those and search for something else that you want to buy if you don't want to buy those and as long as it's in the same session the hosts will still get a cut it's a pretty great system but not as great as buying stuff directly from us on store.lasertimepodcast.com where you can find our horrifying skull logo t-shirts that yes i I still live in mortal fear of. Even with our dwindling supply, I worry that one of these days I'm going to see one of you guys walk in with one of those skull t-shirts and I'm going to wet myself and then it's going to cause an awkward drop in the conversation and it's just going to be a bad scene. So please buy one but don't wear it around me. If you want to wear one around me, you can get one for VG Empire or Laser Time or one of the other better shows on this network, frankly. Finally, you can comment under the articles on VigiGameApocalypse.com or in the forums, post on the forums, start threads in the forums, rally the other forum users against the hosts or for the hosts, start wars, we don't care. It's a free for all, but one thing you should do is answer the question of the week, as that's the best way to ensure that your voice will be heard by the host and possibly even read on the show. Anyway, I've clearly overstayed my welcome once again, so please enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back. Thanks for sitting through that raccoon break. It's our second segment, so let's just jump right in with... We do cherish this week's one big release, mm. which is Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Finally, a game that Chris likes. I, that I love. Wow. That I, we have better. an embarrassing stream up right now where Dave and I play for two hours oh, and, it's and move you. like two inches. Mm. I made great progress. You actually, you did very well having never played Can you imagine game. if we just had the entire stream me playing? Dude, I probably would have gotten farther than you. Everybody load up the beginning of that stream and please comp- compliment Dave how far he got. And I just told him the tro- controls right then. And you got really far knowing OG. nothing about it, never playing Demon Souls and never playing Dark Souls. Um, yeah, I had a, a minor epiphany when I realized, like, looking at the counter for my pre-order, it's like, mm-hmm. 
two hours. It's only 7 o'clock. Oh, my God, that's right. This stuff releases at 9 p.m. I on did, the West Coast. I had the best experience Lots of my of life. I'm never buying it. a disc again. I pre-ordered it at about 5 o'clock, and Elson's standing right here, and then like it, it, where it usually says start on the PS4, it was mm. just a timer until I could play it, which was midnight on the East Coast. Yep. Which was 9 o'clock <laughs> my time. To their credit, um, GameStop has started to do that. Have they done 9 yeah. o'clock East Coast, yes. West Coast releases? Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I swear they really? did for... Uh, what was the other thing that came really? out this year? Uh, <laughs> see, that's why I'm so down on <laughs> the Order 1886? No. Yeah, so, something, something, something better. Or, no, it could have been something during the holiday season. I just remember saw, like hearing that GameStop was opening at 9 o'clock p.m. for a game. And it's like, oh, yeah, but, okay, they're finally getting okay, it. I really do feel like we're just better than them in some mm-hmm. unidentifiable way uh, than the East Coast. So you, I, I thought you were just saying I didn't spend coast. six hours playing this game last night into like the wee hours of the morning so that we could talk about East Coast West Coast rivalries. Hmm. Why? West Tupac, Tupac is better, and uh, games come out earlier. I played so the shit West out West of this. Man. I beat one boss and made it to, to. I beat the cleric beast and made it to Father Gascon. Uh, How you pronounce that? You guys have collectively spent uh, fifty hours on this game, but and you've walked a uh, three city blocks. There's something magical about that, and I think there have been yeah, I mean, better. There are two D games that have been. Um, that have the same evidence of it, but there's some some beauty to losing in Bloodborne because you know you're losing for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And and everything, if you think, think of every mission as like a fact-gathering mission, like, oh, that's what that guy does now. Mm. This is what I do. I shoot him in the kneecap yeah. when he lunges like this. It's kind of a large 3D when. version of Hotline Man where, okay, that guy killed me there, now it I know is. to come well, back that's, again. That's kind of how the Souls games are. Yeah. And, I mean, it feels very much like a reskin Dark Souls, mm-hmm. except that it changes certain things like uh, it gives you a, a gun and instead of a shield. Yeah, well, the the guns are like the, you use these to knock enemies off yeah. balance as they're attacking. That's the real reason. You I have, have a feeling they're not, they're not damaged. I have a feeling that's like, why guns were made in the first place to knock you off balance, not to <laughs> Hold on. kill. I have main. a feeling that's why it's set in the setting that it is in the Victorian era because <laughs> those guns didn't always kill people. They misfire. They fired strangely, mm-hmm. and one shot was no guarantee that you pepper somebody and kill them, you would usually wound uh, them until they die. Well, a black yeah. powder pistol can do phenomenal damage oh, to a human course, body. I'm going to get wiki parsed on that. <laughs> but I, saying, I, I, I haven't I've been, been in the 1800s. The whole thing set in that era because if I'm shooting a fucking like, Clint Eastwood magnum at somebody and I hit them in the head, they're dead in an instant. Whereas yeah. this like momentarily mm-hmm. slows someone down and you don't want to use bullets anywhere near as much as you use melee weapons. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. But I, I also really like the uh, the two-handed versus one-handed mm-hmm. uh, stuff that your weapons Surprisingly transform. easy to do. Yeah. What did you go with? Um, the saw blade. I went with the axe. Did you? Yeah. Do you need two hands to wield that? No. Mm. But I mean, it's a bit slower. But you know, like, I, I found out like, it was, like early on, like okay, R two attacks. God damn, this is slow. And then mm-hmm. like maybe twenty minutes, of that, I was like, oh, I can do, attack more quickly with R one. Why didn't I well, just I, figure that out? I forgot about that, and I could mm-hmm. like, I, I'd never use the gun really. There, there are a couple of uh, sequences you can interrupt with bad guys uh, with the gun. And then you saw me do a couple finishing moves on people uh-huh. when they like they just they'll hit a knee rarely and fall to the ground. It happened like three times in two hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, just, it, I'm, I'm saying that cause it's not because it's not because you were not very good at shut it. Shut the fuck up, man! It's not because I didn't time it right. I wasn't close enough, and the mm-hmm. gun can shoot pretty obviously a different. Yeah, you weren't close enough to killing anybody. Oh god damn it, Dave! <laughs> you weren't <laughs> bloodborne. Better. You weren't yeah. bloodborne like Dave. He was born in a pool of blood. Yeah. Uh huh. But I immediately. Please Look at my under. You want me to show you my underpants? After the oh, that'll stream, show you how I'm bloodborne. After the stream, first run, I I, I got about twice as long. Yeah. We were playing on a delay and a dim. T- we 
Again, uh, we have commentaries available. We'd like to get another monitor so we can play in real time. It's a little difficult to see. We are playing okay. the FF10 or 50 demo, and it's like we're looking at the stream you're looking at, so our faces are blocking meters and <laughs> checkpoints. It's hard to see. A little bit. Yes. Um, but yeah, Bloodborne. Great. I, it's what every game. It's it to me. It seems like the true arrival of the next gen that we didn't get last generation. Mm. We got fucking corridor shooters. We got hyperlinear thing with giant bombastic cinematic elements. With Hate no, corridor shooters. With, 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 that didn't. No, none of those. None of the, did I say corridor? No, you did not. None of those. None of those games uh, asked you to be a better player. In in um, Bloodborne, asked you that immediately. Right. Be a better player immediately. Learn from your fucking mistakes. I never had to learn from a mistake in a Call of Duty game. Mm-hmm. Duck behind a wall. I still, Regenerate. I still just throw myself flailing at every enemy, and it seems to get me okay through a lot of stuff until Father Gascoin. And nah, I, I, I don't know. I my, think because I, I definitely hit. Ass. I hit a wall of impatience where I'll just mm. I'll do the same thing and I'll just do worse. But yeah. a game that requires you to play with finesse, like I think, other than Street Fighter and uh, Monster Hunter, obviously, like uh, no game really. And a hey, punch up. How about that? Mm. Ah. Learning how to read a tell of what what an enemy's about to do. <clears throat> yeah. It's also, uh, it pushes you to discover shortcuts. Yeah. Because part of the frustration of dying is, number one, losing all your shit. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I, I went through like about three times trying to get to the second boss, and then he killed me, and I was like, okay, okay, he's got 12,000 of my blood echoes, mm-hmm. but I can get back there and just take him, and then even if I die again, I'll just make my way back again. And but even if you die enemy, on your way to reclaim Yeah, first enemy the that echoes. I ran into was this giant hunchback with a brick. And I'd killed him, like, a dozen times before. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, i kill him again. And then, like, he just caught me by surprise with this flurry move. And, like, all of a sudden, I'm dead. And I almost snapped my fucking <laughs> DualShock 4 in it's half. It's ironic that that guy has never killed me. It's the guy with the pitchfork. Hmm. Every time that guy kills me, does so much damage to me. Really? Who's Little it? ass... Which guy with the pitchfork? Hooded asshole dude with the pitchfork. There's a bunch of them. That guy, Michael. <laughs> The only guy with a pitchfork. Okay. Yes. The pit- I've run into like a dozen guys with pitchforks. It's not a single guy. Mm. The character... Mm. <coughs> I understand. The that. enemy type, which is holding the pitchfork. One guy is who's always in this place with. who has a pitchfork. No, it's the... Yes. All right. Jesus, Michael. What? <laughs> You're both Shreks, um, and you both have problems with pitchfork, man. Yes, the guy from American Gothic constantly giving me trouble. <laughs> Um, Fuck that guy, by the way. Fuck that guy. I'm not going to tell you why. But it's, it's, it's you're both an indie musician on the rise, and you hate Pitchfork. I feel like there's been, there's, there have been games with good stories, but games have been way too fucking easy on you. And while I don't think yeah. this needed a next-generation platform to be on, and obviously Dark Souls and Demon Souls are mm-hmm. an example of that, it, it does feel like this is where games should have gone to begin with. Speaking of which, I couldn't come on last week's episode because I was review deadline for Battlefield Hardline, but... <laughs> Play that fucking campaign on hard, yep. and I legitimately like it really? quite ah. a bit. It's fucking hard, mm-hmm. and you it think of expects stealth? you to be good. I thought the stealth was stupid and bad. I didn't <laughs> use it. I didn't do it. Uh, I played it like a Max Payne game, where you go into a room, and there's eight guys, and it's mm-hmm. like, I have to somehow headshot all of these guys on the hardest mode, uh, or they're going to sh- shoot me and kill me, and... Uh, and this will be fun. I die, I die, I die, I die. I do it right once, and I'm like, mm. great. I don't know. I think it's really fun to play on the hardest mode if you ignore the fact that you can just sit in a corner throwing fucking shells and making a pile of arrested dudes who just, like, <laughs> walk over to you. Huh? <laughs> what? You're under arrest. I couldn't. I can't find a way to write about Bloodborne in, in that I walked a quarter of a mile for two hours, the same quarter of a mile. 
mm-hmm. over and over again, trying to get better at it and flawlessly get through it. And I found that live die repeat, man, live die repeat. I found it friend. beautiful. I did. It's like it is not yeah. unlike that game. Like, oh, that guy killed me. I'll be ready for that next time. I'm a better player now. You're Tom Cruise, my friend. It does require like an old, a little bit of old school NES memorization. Like, homeboy's oh, gonna jump out of there. Yep. I'll be ready for That's that. Good. Mm-hmm. That's I'll good. back I off. Like it's also cool, like finding little exploits to deal with mm. bosses. Like, yeah. for example. There's the giant pig in mm-hmm. the sewers, and uh, you can go down the tunnel. You knew I should have gone in the sewers. Fight him right. head on, mm-hmm. and then you you can find an exit. Or there's a little there's a huge ladder like right before the mm-hmm. area where you encounter him. You climb up it, uh, you go across this bridge, you deal with a bunch of dudes, and then you come around behind to the exit from the giant pig area, and you can climb down. Stand in a doorway, lure him over to you, mm. and then just stand there in the doorway hacking at him while he can't fit through and get to you. Well, yes. Well, he three stooges his way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I love that about it that, like, you, there's no real, like, the game's always saving, but there are no real checkpoints. You uh, keep starting over what feels yeah. like agonizing, but the more you progress, you unlock these shortcuts to where you can bypass giant areas with a lot of enemies. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah, and, and it's cool. It's like, oh, I don't have to do fight these dogs and it, that, repeatedly. That existed in Dark way. Souls 2 from what I know with my limited time with it only about 6, 7 to 12 mm-hmm. hours. Um, but this is way faster and asked you to be way more aggressive way sooner. Yeah. I really like that. I'm going to just make a YouTube video where it's like an hour of me just looking at a camera going, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Well, fuck you. Uh, one thing you can I'll easily say- do a compilation of that if you just take the video from our stream. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does something with like the the canines specifically, mm-hmm. like the dogs and the weird werewolf creatures that you'll meet, mm-hmm. like they're very lanky mm-hmm. and skinny, and yet they have like all these huge patches of like uh, fringy fur that are hanging off yeah. of them, and it gives them a really creepy look. It's no, they like look disgusting. Yeah, they're horrifying. Like the the guy who holds like the long pirate sword, especially, looks like a uh, kind of. Like a Pirates of the Caribbean guy glitched to hell. Like his beard is spiking in every direction. Yeah, yeah. Well, they all <laughs> it looks like, like it looks like Rick's hair. And it, it <laughs> is it is creepy that they're they're speaking like normal people while you're killing them more. Yeah, or less. I, I mean they're trying to kill you. I went and looked up the. Like, you're not welcome here. I found the official tutorial video. That's air quotes from From Software, and uh-huh. it's all in Japanese. Everything in Japanese except for the dialogue in the game. Which I don't know. I don't know anything about where the game is going, but I love the idea that like. These are actually normal people mm. I'm perceiving in a terrible way and murdering. Mm, maybe. <laughs> they, hey, there's way more than there are of you me. You are crazy the whole time. I, I like love the, the idea. I like the look of it. But I did mm. like uh, walk by you last night playing and then go into my room and said, and I think uh, Chris is killing Vampire Hunter D yeah. in there. <laughs> like it's, what is, what is the style? West Japanese Western... Steam, steam um, western gothic. God, it it kind of looks like Brotherhood of the Wolf. Not to go into it, but like, and, and, and you guys know that I'm cyberpunk now, so <laughs> yeah. that's my that's how I identify. But Japan has like, if there has ever been an era in Western culture, there is a bar in Kyoto <laughs> that completely celebrates that. <laughs> uh, and I don't see how this is any different. I don't know, yeah. I, I, but I do like what the story. I prefer Lebowski. Someone, punk. someone asked me about the story and like. 
there has been one guy who's talked to me, period. Uh-huh. Apparently there's been some sort of outbreak and you're a hunter whose job it is to deal with this outbreak. Yeah, and I love that you go walk up to a door and I'm like, oh, you're outside and not inside. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Being stuck laughs> people laugh at you for being night. outside? Yeah, being I, stuck outside. I, I, I they're, can't They're all that. inside laughing, which is what, like, if you've been to Alcatraz, that's what they play the sounds of the prisoners hearing from Alcatraz that also made them crazy. Man, that's insiderist. The sounds of clinking glasses and laughing while you're suffering... Uh, mere feet away. Ah, we've got plenty of Diet Coke and Oreos. We're having fun out here. Have you been raped tonight, honey? Not me. I'm not in prison. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, just a very weird... uh, Did the the word rape throw you? No, no, maybe a little bit. (laughs) I Um, think so. No, I was thinking about the... There's a bit in in that first area Mm -hmm. where you can go inside this house that's Mm -hmm. completely dark. And so there's a guy standing there in the darkness waiting for you to get close before he lunges at you. Mm-hmm. But then a little f- uh, further past him is like this old dude sitting in a wheelchair uh, in front of a body. Mm-hmm. And every time I find him, I just immediately started wailing on him. And then one time I was like, well, you know, I'm kind of interested. He's the only character I've seen who's stuck in a wheelchair. And that wheelchair is part of his character model. Mm-hmm. Like, it falls over along with him. So what if I, I, I kind of just want to see what he does. Mm-hmm. And what he does is call me a busybody, and then shoot at me with a blunderbuss. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I, I should just kill him on sight. He's got his back turned to me. This is convenient. I can't, I can't believe he would play that Jack White song at you. That song sucks. <laughs> like, hey, busybody! I don't know. Sorry, there's cool. a Jack White yeah, song. I suck. Blunderbuss. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, blunderbuss, that's what you were referencing? Not blunderbuss. I thought that was a Dave Coulier show on ABC. <laughs> Yeah, well, Cut it, it out, is. it's the blunderbuss. I thought it was a Portland music festival and it referenced in Portlandia. Look, I, I can't help it if you guys don't know Jack White's discography. discography. I, it's hard I'm to a, say when you're drunk. I'm a Meg White fan. I don't care for Jack White. <laughs> I'm a Meg fan. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> but it's true that they love one another. Meg loves Jack White like a little brother. I think that's a reference to something. Yes, I don't the song. Um, uh, also out this week, Borderlands, The Handsome Collection. Are we done talking about Bloodborne? I, I, do you have anything I hope so. I guess not. I guess I don't. But watch the stream. But I don't. I don't even know if you want to watch the stream because I was. I said I was like like I played this for three hours. I love it, but mm-hmm. I suck and I haven't gotten like like even a small pity of a fraction into the game. And I don't know if I can do that on a stream because obviously streaming a game is harder than just playing it. Yeah. Because um, you're also talking. We made to make way more jokes. progress in Space Jam. We did. We did. We beat the we beat the monsters. I will say one one, one question with Bloodborne is like, mm-hmm. if you're not into Dark Souls, are you going to be into this? But I don't think that's that's fair to nope. judge because a lot of people who don't know that series at all, uh-huh. and, and like, and it's that's why I don't know how to recommend it other than to say I like, only vaguely know the Soul series, and I was I, I had fun playing it. For yeah, a you bit, seem to have and fun. Yeah. Like it is a game. Like you just have to. I think it's be the accepting best. of a game that will punish you. And okay. that's because my, my, that was the big problem I had with it because. What were we just streaming where I'm like, oh, with my hotline Miami, like, I don't mind if you die a lot, but start over quickly. Oh, that's yeah, holy problem. shit, yeah. Bloodborne. Like, half the stream super is a Bloodborne logo. Loads, but, um, well, and I'm super in, long loads, just to, like Peter North. I'll jump to a news item early on, and that the developers are saying they're working on a patch that They will better fucking those. be. Because it's really long. Yeah, way longer super, than Dark Souls. Super long. And that's, that's really kind of the, the letdown of it. Is like, and I have to wait a long time just to spawn back. Like a city away from where I was. Yeah. Same. Say that my name is Dan Stapleton. Will <laughs> I like Stapleton. Bloodborne? Uh, Will I, like I think it? Dan would. 
Yeah. <laughs> I do. He just went on a Twitter rampage Did he? about how much he hates it. Well, really? Sorry, that's what I was referencing. No, you no, guys, but you guys no, he, likes, he likes challenging. Dan he, likes being challenged. You don't click it. You, you don't look at Twitter as much as I do. I don't. Chris, I'm a little disappointed when you talked about how that game had super long loads. I said, uh, what are you, Peter North? <laughs> it's yeah? not long. It's big. Those, it's big it's, loads. It's long, too. No, it's not long loads. No, He's not big loads are what you do in the morning. Yeah, not like what a clown, like a streamer, <laughs> a clown pulls out of his nose. That's long. Like, he shoots big loads. And then they go far. No. Oh, like the AKA fucking, long. Peter North shoots the Canary Islands on the back of all of his foes. Um, <laughs> his foes? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know how to view Does sex he fuck anymore. his foes? I have, it, I have issues. It's all about power for me. Uh, but okay. It's <laughs> but uh, I, I honestly don't think games have challenged you to become better at it. Games have masked themselves in regenerating health <clears throat> and grinding for XP to become to become more fortified to go into battle when you're not fucking ready. They haven't become that. That's the thing. I mean, well, that's, I think... That's, sorry. That's, that's, the, no, that's RPG. As, as a PC gamer, you're right. I've seen a ton of challenging games that ask people to become a better sure. player. But in terms of like like console exclusives and AAA franchises, okay. fucking never. Fucking never. It's all about easily shoving someone through a hallway into the next cutscene. Yeah. That is not Bloodborne. And I'm glad. It makes me... It revitalizes my love of games, period. That's... that. I don't know. Most games don't games offer should, that Games shit. should be hard. I, yeah, I if you like people with uh, charming British accents speaking to you quietly well, that's, uh, through unmoving lips. Yeah. I don't know what the fucking story is. You'll see very little of it. You'll just die a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I love it. Uh, the story, I like it when the story is in the mechanics of yeah. the game. I hate the word mechanics. Mechanic fixes a car. It's not mm-hmm. part of a game. But I'm going to use it anyway. I like it when the story is your story progressing through the game. I mean, I don't mind like a good written story. I like Mass Effect, but I think it's it's more interesting when you have a story to tell about playing. Yes, it. about playing Dark Souls. Like my story will be different from somebody else's. Right. It won't be the same. It's, yeah, it's, we got to the fucking dropship and the flag wave and the. Well, flares there's a up. difference between the 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 narrative, the yeah. written narrative, and then your story playing the game, which is more important. Because to even me. in Bloodborne, if you're not like weeding out every single area and you're hanging out, and you're waiting like a guy you met. A billion plays ago, will still come out yeah. and kill you unexpectedly if you don't like. Like, like your XCOM story is not the yeah, same as yeah. anyone go. else's XCOM there story. Anyway, what else came out, Michael? Uh, Borderlands: The Handsome Collection, which never is, heard uh, of Borderlands it. Two in the pre sequel. I'm saying boo on that. Repackaged for PS4 and Xbox One. If you've never played them, obviously this is a pretty good way to do it because they come with all the DLC. Okay. I, I think did, they also have the Gulk. Do they have? I think one of them has split screen that didn't before. They did. They have four player split screen local. Or okay, something like nice. That. Yeah, right. But hey, there are the still people play? who want to do that. Who the fuck plays Borderlands? Like, I, I, I didn't take so much issue with that. I wrote it up on the Laser Time Amazon article, and on the front of the box, like bigger than like Borderlands Two in the pre sequel, there's a big sticker that says over a hundred dollar value. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not and anymore. that's that's what I said. It's over a hundred dollar value if you bought everything day one on the last gen system, yeah. and because that's how you priced it. Like, yeah, it's not it's, gold. Well, it maybe if you were to a... go on PSN and like buy all these things separately, oh, be... or if you were to go on Steam, and... where Borderlands Two Game of the Year Edition is seven dollars with all of the DLC. Look, yeah, I'm gonna give you they this... want sixty dollars for this thing. I'm gonna give you this half yeah, empty rolling uh... rock, which I would normally <laughs> charge a thousand dollars for. <laughs> it's a thousand dollar value. I'm no, giving it yeah, to you. Yeah, but that was never a thousand dollars. On day one. For $100. But that's well, the thing. Like, who is the game for with all the content? Is it for people who've never played the game? It's probably for Borderlands fans. And it's really cool that they... I gotta they, say. They tra- well, that they transfer saves from every system. Oh, that's cool. Except for PC. Hmm. But I, I would say that, like... Well, PC doesn't need a revamp. 
That's that's right. And if you really want to future proof it, already the best. I know you can save probably thirty forty dollars by buying it on Steam. You know what? Yeah. I never liked the Borderlands games, but Tales from the Borderlands is pretty darn good. Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm hearing that space like, stuff is neat. I like the using you can uh, it's zero zero gravity and uh, oh, you're you talking can about pre sequel pre sequel. What were you saying? Sorry, uh, Tales no, from the Borderlands. You're talking about the Telltale game. Sorry, I haven't playing that too. Uh, it's good, right? It, yeah. No, I'm saying that because Dave mentioned that earlier. That the second really episode is not as good as the first episode by far. Yeah. But it's like one of like Telltale has a certain level of quality that mm-hmm. is always good. The second episode came out last week, so it's yeah. not a new release. But the Game of Slightly Thrones uh, third episode is. Yes, that's true. That also, is Life is Strange episode two. Oh, I I wanted to play that. God damn it! Yeah, I haven't should. played the first episode. Uh, I'll play it maybe tonight. Need to go back. To I've it. heard it's good. And uh, but I wanted to say about Borderlands the pre sequel that I actually really loved the gameplay in yeah. pre sequel because because of the zero G yeah. stuff and I talked to people who were like eh, it's, that's gilding the lily Borderlands two was already perfect to which I say I can't relate to you as a human being yeah. <laughs> I just I just don't think sixty dollars is a great price for that bundle. Yeah, I, I, I thought when it came to, out, I was like, oh, is that 40 bucks? I'll buy it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, like, uh, even 40 bucks, I would. 60s, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, I, I think. Easier than Final Fantasy Type Zero, though. Um, and you know it'll be 40 insane. in a few weeks. Um, I, I guess so, but like, I, I don't know the Borderlands series that well, to be totally honest, but mm-hmm. I do like it's. It has a sense of humor about itself. Yeah. I do like the way it's written. I do like the way it's designed. I haven't played any of them all the way through, but... A sixty dollars asking price for two last gen games mm. with all the de- dude. It's Borderlands two with everything is seven dollars on Steam. Yeah, why charge sixty dollars? How much is it for PS three? Um, that's not. See, you don't that's know. That's not. That's not the Chris, fucking let's case. Let's talk about what you're getting with this. Uh, yeah, with this nothing. You're gonna get Tiny Tina. You're gonna get Tiny <laughs> Tina, funny character, hilarious character, voiced by Ashley Birch. Wow, what a firecracker. You are going to get <laughs> guns. A bajillion guns. You're going to get a bajillion guns. Any kind of gun you can imagine. They have slightly oh, wow. different well, stats. skins for those guns? Oh, skins. We got skins at the ass. We got more Come skins on. than KFC. <laughs> oh my goodness! You're gonna be fighting all oh, the weird little midget guys. You're gonna be fighting the tall guys. You're gonna be fighting. You're all gonna kinds be fighting the giant guys. midget guys who exist. Hey, uh, we got <laughs> cell shading. We got uh, we got everything. Have you, you got really what? excited about that? I sounded like Mr. Musics. <laughs> all these guns. You got a billion guns. Have you ever wanted to palette swap everybody in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? <laughs> Just buy Borderlands. I want to die. You. I need to die by Borderland. There's this robot named Claptrap. My I'm name. Mr. Meeseeks by Claptrap. I'm Gearbox. Look at me. Uh, uh, my neighbors uh, hate me. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, neighbors. Sorry, 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 uh, sorry, if sorry. Mr. Meeseeks was in Borderlands, I would put him in the next Borderlands. That's, that's all I'm saying. He should be in a game. Yeah, also, yeah. Metal Ooh. Slug 3 is coming to PlayStation consoles oh, yeah. for some reason. Uh, pretty great... Side I love Metal Slug 3. Yeah. It's the best. I feel like it's been on everything. Now. It's been on Steam for half the it's price. It's been on iOS. <laughs> I like that they went back to the Cold War after yeah. the 2 where they had Raiden. Oh, wait. No, we're talking oh, about okay. Metal. Yeah. No, what? That's <laughs> no, Metal Gear. It's Metal Gear. Not Metal Slug. <laughs> metal Slug is one of the purest gaming experiences I it's can so imagine. It's so fun. If you've never and, played and one, Obsession with one. food. Again, yeah. you yeah. get fat when you eat all the food. Yeah. Is, is 3 the one where you can turn into a zombie? Because that was the best one. Uh, you, you get bitten know. by a zombie, you turn into a zombie, I whereas cannot, anything else bites you, you die. I cannot distinguish one from another, because yeah, they're I all great. Either. 
But yeah, turning and into looks a zombie exactly and then vomiting <laughs> lethal streams of blood was mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. Um, Metal slug. <clears throat> Maybe it's the one where you can turn obese if you eat the right thing. Or as my broham speculies called it, Metal Sliz. We would we, even one time we had like in the early days of the internet where you could locate not only glory holes but arcade machines, specific arcade machines. Our town's only um, Metal Slug machine, Metal Slug X. We couldn't get it. Greyhound bus station. Go to the Greyhound Ooh. bus station exclusively. For all your anonymous sex and metal slug needs. It had it had a well-rated glory hole, and I'm not joking. Well-rated, uh, like really on Yelp? Yes. yes. No. There was this is like pre-Yelp. Like it was just before people needed food, they needed to know where to get free blowjobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you don't want a low-quality blowjob. Oh no, 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 no not at all. Glory hole. You don't want some guy with a sandpaper <laughs> tongue and it's kind uh, of a, teeth made of wood. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it. There's the words glory in it for a reason. Exactly. Glory's good. Exactly. It conjures images of winning the Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't call them yeah. shame holes. Third, third Game of Thrones episode coming out. Uh, you mentioned that briefly. Yeah, but I, I need to play the second one still. Too, I haven't too. played the first one. I but need we... to watch or read a Game of Thrones. I feel like every time a Telltale oh. game comes on, it's like, oh, I need to play the last episode. I, I did edit <laughs> a review of it, and apparently it's the best episode to date. Wow. I just like the news story this week that uh, HBO finally admitted that, hey, the next season of Game of Thrones is going to spoil books that won't be up for years. Mm-hmm. Good night. And they pulled. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Fuck it. But there's I no way around story. it. <laughs> I guess, but... I was a book. But you I was have to imagine the Game books are going to have so much other shit that, like, this one plot point being spoiled is not going to, like, hurt I, the experience I, that much. That's not how I feel. I feel like George R. R. Martin is full of shit and bad, bad at motivating himself and will are never write. No! He will, he will die before the seventh book Looks is like ever you're written. Crying. I'm not fucking crying! Gosh! <laughs> Were all of your guys' uh, Facebook feeds filled with people going. filled with friends of yours who are cooler than you? Going to the Game of Thrones premiere. I didn't know what it meant. It said it, it said yeah. got premiere, and I'm like, no, I don't have premiere. Got premiere. SF. <laughs> I don't even know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, my uh, yeah, like one of my coworkers me. went, and I was like, well, lottie right. dumb motherfucker. Well, the, the thing with George R. R. Martin, it's like, yes, okay, he's he said like these books are huge. They take a long time to write. Fine, but. It's harder to sympathize with that when you see that, like, his schedule is full of, like, appearances all around the country. He's writing other shorter novellas right. while he's doing this. Like, just fucking and, finish and, the book. And you have to consider that he owes us he and is actually indebted to us. No, as I, don't, a, I don't mean no, to say no, that. I'm not saying that. I don't, I don't mean to say that, but it, it, yeah, I know he spends a ton <laughs> of time like, in the show. But the, I do know world, he'll never finish ah, it. The world is so hungry for this book. Just what? do the fucking book. But that's what I'm saying. I like the news story because he basically gave clearance. Like, this is the story as I have it outlined. And they'll interpret yeah. it in their own yeah. way. He's put up polished chapters of The Winds of yeah. Winter on his on his website. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've read, like, a whole chapter that says, okay, here's what happens to Theon. After the fifth book. I think you and I should have an entire debate on the difference between Probably. polished and <laughs> polished and perfected. Finished, written. Yeah. Well Co- co- coherent. Completed and coherent is not the I again, fuck that guy in his last book. Rude. Can I get one, Dave? Hey, Dave with the beer. We got Dave passing beers out over here, and we got Michael trying to get the podcast back on track. But yeah, uh, trying to rein it in. Tyler's not going to let him do it. And, no, uh, Tyler needs to shut the fuck I'm up. I'm having way more fun. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's going to stab Tyler in the stomach three times, four times. Oh, yep. All right, let's move on oh. to. Oh. Jesus. That's great, right? It's in stereo. Get some more typewriters. Is this news? 
You don't hear is a PR person and uh, Shut a up. vendor making out. Stop talking <laughs> over the sacred news sound. My mistake. <sighs> All right. Again, well, obviously, again. okay. Bloodborne's getting a patch. That's mm-hmm. good. Mortal Kombat X10 mm-hmm. just revealed. A couple days ago, uh, the characters that are coming out in the expansion pack. I want to point out if I said X10, you would not let that go and harp on it for like nine minutes. No, I wouldn't. You really would. That was X, <laughs> 10, not X10. Mm-hmm. It's not Mega Man. <laughs> but uh, we're getting Predator in addition to Jason mm-hmm. Voorhees. So Jason like Voorhees versus Predator that is... a cool announcement. That is a matchup I cannot believe didn't happen in the 90s when Predator was fighting fucking everybody. Yeah. And, and I think fight, he was fight fucking everybody. Those are both technically non-WB properties, which Freddy was. Mm-hmm. So they had to reach outside of their own their own company, which is really cool. But they're equally dead. In what? Terms of, uh, in terms of box oh, office. Oh, popularity? Yeah. No, the Friday the 13th series is still going. There's a new one coming. Really? Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, it's been years since the last it was, one. It was purchased by Paramount, like outright. Uh, or wait, uh, or New Line maybe purchased? I forget. Maybe. Also, uh, Tanya and <laughs> Tremor. Tanya being a character who yes. was introduced in Mortal Kombat 4. Mm-hmm. Right. Woman w- with a yellow outfit and a boomerang. Never! Nobody really liked her. <laughs> 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 and then okay. Tremor appeared in like one stage oh in God. like Mortal Kombat Armageddon or something? Sure. I don't really know. Sure, fan service of plenty, but I, I don't know. They, they, they weren't they like going off that we're Street Fighter three. None of the players you'll have you've met before will be in this one because yeah. it's the future. And then like that's that conceit is slowly falling away. Yeah, we're getting all classic MK characters. Uh, Johnny Cage, Liu Kang was just mm-hmm. confirmed. Liu Kang man ain't nothing to fuck with. That's true. That's true. Was it was it that Liu Kang said? Uh we always said jibber 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 jabber movie of the week. <laughs> movie of the week. Nice. Also, the bigger news that like we've been asked about a couple times mm-hmm. is uh, Hideo Kojima mm-hmm. leaving Konami, which like people have asked my opinions like, well, that's a personnel issue, I guess. I mean, you know, it sucks. What? That if if it's not your opinion, <laughs> if Kojima's leaving Metal Gear, yeah, okay, they renamed sucks, the LA studio from Kojima Studios right. to Konami LA. Right. So, it, like, if anybody could pull off a PR stunt like this, it would be Kojima. Mm. But he literally is the only thing keeping that company afloat. So, is the question: What do we th- do? We think it's real or not? I think if it's not real, it should be. Mm-hmm. He should leave that company. Yeah. He's sure, been there so since should, like the eighties. Yeah, he should. He should leave that company. I mean, it would suck to not have him involved with Metal Gear, but he could still do it as a third yeah. party participant. Yeah. And even if not, it's like they've made Metal Gear games without his involvement. That's before. what the rumor is: is that he's not on their websites list of like executive people mm-hmm. anymore as in he's, be- he's being paid month to month via contract uh, so he's not a full time employee anymore yeah. he's gonna uh, make his, his own new series mm-hmm. he should he's mineral like, spoke yeah. there was, I, there was <laughs> numerous people sent me an article like here's the amount of times Kojima threatened to stop making Metal Gear he's, done, he's been doing it's it since like Metal Gear Solid 2 yeah he's been yeah. doing it forever and I do believe he, he doesn't he probably doesn't want to revisit that it must yeah. be hard for him he well, did pioneer I, I think every single time he says that and then like no 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 I'll give you a bunch of here's money here's a bunch of money here's, here's a one. bunch of security and like he probably has enough fuck you money to walk yeah. away mm-hmm. I think you realize like oh wait I'm about to make the best game ever Metal Gear Solid 3 so I should probably do that <laughs> it's gonna be one of the best video games of all time so well, I should probably make that thing I don't. Yeah. I don't have much to relate to, but the idea of like being, being tied to a franchise that you created when you want to do other things, and I, I, I thought they were giving them that with Silent Hill. I think that's probably the the, the franchise mm-hmm. that's the most in jeopardy by, yeah, this announcement. Well, when, when this was, rumor. Is he he was making the one with the, 
the guy from Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. With Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, and he was before that. He was what a consultant on Castlevania: Lords of Shadow, I think. They made a big deal oh, out yeah. of him being... Was that uh, any good? That was okay. But Lords of Shadow, I liked. In Japan, Konami has a huge presence. In America, this is all they have. They yeah. they, they squandered all uh, their good faith with Castlevania. Well, they don't make pachinko machines over They here, don't make so. pachinko machines. Yeah, they don't big. make so, But they still Max. have a good name to squander yeah, with Metal they Gear. Could. So they, they I mean, Kojima could I not be involved, would. and they could still make... Well, I mean, one or two. Look, like, look, it, at that, look at that dude who makes Smash Brothers. I forget his name, but he doesn't work for Nintendo, and he didn't work for Namco. He just comes aboard to make Smash Brothers games, and that might be what Kojima does in some capacity. Shulk. Um, and <laughs> looking at all Japanese companies, the creators eventually leave the company. A lot of the creators eventually leave the company and are hired yeah. as third-party people to help mm-hmm. shepherd new entries. It's just a thing you should get used to. Your dad will leave sometime. Well, your dad will always leave you. There's nothing more stagnant. <laughs> you go, there's nothing more stagnant than a Japanese company that was founded more than ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like get even, off that sinking Even trip. if he doesn't come back to Metal Gear, it's mm-hmm. like is that the worst thing? You know, I'm sure that Konami will be able to make competent Metal Gear games. And even if this is the last Kojima Metal Gear, like mm-hmm. I kind of like the fact that it seems to be coming back around almost full circle to mm-hmm. where the first Metal Gear was. And if he can make this game close that circle, mm-hmm. like it ends with, you know, you you meet Solid Snake, the, mm-hmm. the character who is Solid Snake, uh, that would be kind of cool. And it's just like, yeah, this this is just meant to bridge the gap between all these games, and the, the circle's complete. We're done. Well, if th- he says, kept you waiting, didn't I? I, mean, I think you. there's been a Stop lot of that. Uh, ego-driven departures from companies. Like, I'm going to go create my own thing. There is nobody whose name I think is bigger yeah. in terms of like real-deal oh. game development than Kojima. What so, if and he, he leaves and he makes a mighty number, uh, <laughs> mighty number year? He probably goes on to make Epic Mickey 3. Sorry, th- Warren Spector. I think they probably wanted... They probably want him out because I hear he's he's hard to work with because anytime he's in a room, he's always breaking the fourth wall. Mm. <laughs> he's always just, he's got a sledgehammer this on is, him. This is why I have comedy sound effects. Hello. Like Hello. That. My name Hello. is Norm MacDonald. Yes. <laughs> what? Thank you. Yeah, I hear Kojima is... Uh, Thank you. I, Norm MacDonald sounded like a Native American. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give up on that and bail immediately. Okay. Uh, can, I, can I bring up a news story? Mike? Please. Sure. I want to bring up the news story that in The Witcher 3, Geralt will have real-time beard growth. <laughs> what? And you you know, I feel like that's something that has been promised by games since like the Fable. late 90s. Dude, this is CD Projekt. Um, I fully believe them when they say you have to go get your beard trimmed if you want his beard to be mm-hmm. kept. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 uh, suggested mm-hmm. beard trimming at one point. Um De- Deadly Premonition actually delivered. Yes, yeah. yes, with real time shave sequences. I, I met Swery, by the way. Uh, yep, Swery, sixty five. I met him and uh, I met him at a, a humble party at GDC, and he was super, super nice, and like whispered in my ear like secret plans oh. that, that I won't say. No, oh. and like was That's was cool. super cool, and then took like a bunch of pictures with me. Mm-hmm. I was drunk, oh, so he he just whispered like. D4 is going to cross over with Deadly Premonition. Uh, he, he, he didn't oh, say that. D4 Premonition, everybody. I'm not saying he didn't wasn't, say wasn't that. Wasn't it released on PC did. recently? D4? Yeah. Mm. And then they, they announced it at GDC. No. Okay. They announced that it will happen. Yeah. Or remember yeah. that it might happen. Yeah. Deadly and it should happen. was released for PC like in the last year. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. And it improved by fans. Yeah. But D four, I think they announced it at GDC. Like mm-hmm. they want to put yeah. it on PC. He was he it's was a really the, good game. The coolest person I've recently met. Like best Twitter account. Follow Sweary. Yeah, 
good guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Wait, anyway. what, what led into that? Tweets and English. I don't right. remember. I was making fun No, of... what was your news story you were going to bring oh, up? Oh, I was talking about uh, I was talking about The Witcher is going to have beard oh, growth. Oh, right, yes. No, but that, that game's, like, according to the I've release date... I've played that game and I believe it. I've well, but it's it's not it's way f- closer than I expected. It's like it's been delayed like, but twice. it's still, it's still like one or two months away. It's close. It really? is huge, and the the funniest like they delayed it to fix bugs, and I played it at a hands on preview mm-hmm. event like a month or two ago, and I was like, well, this does feel like a really complete game. Like everything's in here. Mm-hmm. They're letting me play a lot, but uh, yeah, I can see why they delayed it because. One time I got off my horse and Geralt stayed in the horse animation and just kept walking like he was on a horse, like with his legs spread out oh, and, I his, do that. and his arms in front of him pulling the reins. Did you capture a video of it? Because I really want to put Gongam style in the back. No. <laughs> he was he was he was Gongam walking. And it was <laughs> Yeah, the the horse and the pathfinding uh, they definitely weren't there when I played it. Like there were bugs, but I talked to one of the uh uh like sort of level artist on it and he was he was really open about the fact that like when you make an open world game like this there are going to be bugs that are really funny Mm -hmm. hopefully we can get all the like gameplay breaking frustrating bugs out and if some of the funny bugs stay in there, so will, much the there will be YouTube videos yeah. that everyone laughs mm-hmm. at. We like, have this swing set that'll shoot you 50 miles into the exactly, sky. Yeah. Well, we're going to leave that in yeah, there. Yeah, and it didn't hurt the game's sales or reputation by having... Like, cause exactly. It's, just, it's so big, you just accept like it like... My favorite, my favorite Black Flag bug, which we talked about, where the ship like rises from the ocean with mm-hmm. people yep. falling upward, uh-huh. is like... That didn't really hurt the reputation of that game. Not at it all, was just no. like... Witcher 3 is apparently out in two Clear. months. Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't, so how excited. can that happen? Well, it was going to be out a, a while ago. You, you were saying like you haven't seen any games that have sold you on next gen until Bloodborne. Witcher three is going to be yeah. It, Witcher three was friend. the first game I saw that sold me on uh, it's current. It's available gen. on PC, isn't it? Uh, it will be, but yeah. PC counts. <laughs> no, it does not as next gen. Yes, it does. I didn't pay. I didn't pay a thousand dollars for a PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, PS4 and Xbox One are still not up to parity with what PC. That's can do what with I'm max saying. I, that's what I'm saying. I still have a PC that can run games better than both of those consoles. Yes. But at least they drive innovation, and the fact that they didn't drive innovation. Makes so me then, basically, all you've got ahead of you is Halo Five and Uncharted Four. Really? Um, to some extent, but like I'm a I'm, I am a Halo fan. I don't give a fuck about Uncharted. <laughs> I no. feel the exact opposite uh, way. I really, well, I don't mean uh, to say that. One of our one of one of our that's uh, not true. Writers not said true. something I really agree with on Twitter, but Uncharted is like, mm. uh, like there was a quote like this is what next gen is all about or something. Mm-hmm. It's like really a scripted action platformer. That's what next gen is all about. This is just going to be like every other Uncharted. I think when Uncharted <clears throat> two did well, ruined games. It'll have for better a while. It'll have better particle effects. Like, yeah. I don't know. What else you can do with that? I mean, I did that, that four demo from the last E3 or whatever, the PlayStation. It looks mm-hmm. really cool of him swinging yeah. around and taking guns from people. That looked really great. But, like, three to me was totally forgettable. One, three was problematic. I yeah. think it was overrated and it was painfully linear to the yeah. point where, like, any deviation from certain paths would kill you instantly and it wasn't clear why. And every game in the universe <laughs> after that wanted to be Uncharted right. 2, and up to and including casting Nolan North in it. Hey, I'm sorry mm-hmm. you died for going off the path of Nolan North. Hey, this game this game is <laughs> mediocre as shit, but at least I'm hey. charming. <laughs> Damn, I'm suave. Uh, but... That that's why I'm a little bummed out. Like, yeah, I liked the Guardians demo a little mm. bit, but you know, whatever. That was barely that felt like less than a taste. 
of what Halo Five could be. Yeah. And who knows if maybe maybe by the time it comes out, uh, Microsoft can do 1080p on an Xbox One. But I did want to say again, Witcher Three was the first game that sold me on next gen because I watched it I knowing see. I'm going to play this on consoles. Yeah. I'm not going to play it on PC. There, there is a which it didn't release simultaneously in the past, I believe. No, during during my my limited time I had previewing it, I spent a lot of that time in a pub playing a card game <laughs> with someone. Like they have wow. their they have a whole card game built into. This open world game that has its own rules and that you can play, and you can actually collect cards throughout the game mm-hmm. to like it's a collectible card game. So it's like Final, like Final Fantasy, Fantasy VIII. VIII. Yeah. Aww. At least that came with the demo of uh, Billy Fencer Musashi. No, wait, that's hey, reverse. Reverse. Michael. It. Hear that? That's my thunder in the distance Aww. being Could stolen. Could I steal it? <laughs> by you no, and Dave her. and mm-hmm. Dave spread out the blame yeah. equally yeah. but it's it it seems like yeah. it's going to be like one of those games you can put a hundred hours into and feel like you mm-hmm. haven't finished it and I am very excited for the monster hunting missions Chris mm-hmm. which uh, uh-huh. like the the way that it's set up it's like a mystery and an Arkham game or something or like you have to find a bunch of clues and things mm-hmm. that will lead you to the monster's location and mm-hmm. kind of awesome speaking of that and news, there's a rumor. Yeah, it's more to my point that mm-hmm. Arkham City and Asylum are coming to next gen platforms. We rumor is say. rumor is there will no be no box edition for PC and zero people cared. <laughs> I, I cannot imagine how they can up-res that higher than how I can run it on my PC. What if they put it in a big, like, giant box that's, like, the Batcave? Or they will in England, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. England will, some for some reason, always gets PC box games yeah. and nobody else does. Um, something to do with their network infrastructure? Probably something. Well, yeah. probably to do, has to do with more more tradition. Mm. That they, they, they still buy newspapers over there. The few fucking lot, you crazy lot, buying magazines and newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> I think PC physical game sales started to fall off when GameStop started accepting used or stopped accepting yeah. used PC games. Well, because they had no incentive to carry new PC games. That's they don't true. give a fuck about new games. Yeah. So fuck that place any goddamn uh, way. What else happened in the news? Twitch got hacked big time. Uh-oh. Change your password, people. Well, you have to, man. You log you in, do. they're going to be like, change Today's stream was about five minutes late because of that. Yeah. Well, I swear, I changed it on every other platform except for review. The also, chat. your laptop has no indication that you've pressed the uh, caps, caps lock. lock key. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Samsung. Your excuse- that thing should be broken on a live mm-hmm. stream. Can't well, wait for that to happen. When someday you can do that. The stretch goal. Stretch goal. Break stretch that thing. Goal. Yeah. Special, how are you going to smash it? Uh, I don't, too. That'll be up to maybe that'll that'll, that'll be a further stretch goal. Ooh, yeah. Here's it. We'll melt it in lava if you fly <laughs> us to Hawaii and let us dangle it over a helicopter. I got two words: hate fuck. Hate fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay be... if I do it through a hole in the sheets? My religion is very strict <laughs> about fucking computers. You're gonna USB fuck that thing. Hey, we got an upright citizens brigade uh, skit here. Oh man, here's a laser time tease. Werewolf sex. Why would you want to have oh. sex with a machine? Because, because I can. can. Love you, uh, Buster. Half the audience doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. Better. Um, X Files is getting a new. Oh, that's not gaming news. Six oh. episodes though. Oh, we should stream the X Files games. You have them still, right? Oh. I have a. Oh, I have the PlayStation Two one. Oh, oh that it, one's bad. Yeah. Ooh, the, they're both bad. The adventure game, the X Files game, is pretty fucking bad. Yeah. You play as like the most like. Uh, Agent Nobody. Agent Nobody who has who emotes not at all, and then it's like. David Duchovny and uh, Julian Anderson like 
phoning it in like more than they even did in the X Files, which is <laughs> like if you watch clips from it, it's just like, oh yes, we should go investigate this. It's just Joe Anderson. But Mulder, like, if you screw up, then dictates that I only do one take. Yeah, you're right, Scully. And if you screw up, <laughs> the Mitch pledge, he's like, I want your badge, Agent Nobody. <laughs> Give me yeah. your badge. Game over. And then they also came out with a uh, a survival horror game that uh, yeah. it was originally supposed to be on, like, I think all three um, mm-hmm. GameCube, PS2, Xbox, and then just Xbox. was only PS2. Oh, good for them. Uh, and for some reason, no other episode of the X-Files has ever dealt with zombies, but this one did. Really? Because they are a blatant uh, Resident Evil ripoff. I forgot all about this. Michael, do you have any more news stories? Because I have one more that nope. I think is pretty funny. Give it to me, Tyler. Um, okay, if if you play Hearthstone, yeah, <laughs> you know that a turn is limited to a minute and a half before you're basically forced to end your turn. So what the fuck was that news about? So the thing is, there is a there's there's a thing in the game where mm-hmm. if an if an attack animation or something is still going, it won't end your turn. So uh, some. Two guys decided to set the world record for the longest Hearthstone turn <laughs> ever, and it's uh, I think it's still going as we record this. It was predicted to be 40 hours, wasn't it? Was it was predicted to be 40 hours long, <laughs> and they did it by carefully trading cards to the point that they are using nine copies of Arcane Missiles, which fires slow-moving missiles, three of them. Are you telling me like I don't know? 206 copies of Velen's Chosen which increases spell damage by one, increasing the number of missiles fired of those nine missiles. Finally, seven copies of Prophet uh, Velen, which doubles spell damage, doubling the 209 missiles uh, seven times so that each card shoots (laughs) 26,752 missiles. And they've been... So they've been live-streaming... It might be by the time this goes live, it might still be going. Yeah, they've been live streaming it, and it's been going for like thirty hours now. <laughs> Just this one turn, they like literally like after they played the last card. Oh, phew. It's just been missiles for like thirty hours. Hey, I thought that was codenamed Steam. Oh, yeah, long games. But anyway, uh, I love yes. it when people like break the rules of games yeah. to. Ruin them for everyone and and make them make them. Hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean, nice. like it's, it. It seems them. like it's this big Schadenfreude or something like that. But like, yeah. you wouldn't be able to understand what was happening unless you knew the game very well. Exactly. And like, you wouldn't do this in a tournament. I, do, I just love when I, I, I love Could that. You do this in a tournament if you're losing. Like, fuck it. I'll no, filibuster this you, shit. You'd actually have to like work turn. with the other person to make it happen. But I like I love it the same way I love speed runs, where it's mm. like you're breaking a game. Yeah, the opposite of a speed run. It's the opposite of a speed run. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I thought that was funny news, but that is kind of funny. It is funny news. Yeah. Wait, let's do the question. Yeah, let's get to the community segment, um, because that's the part that everybody... These are the community segment. This is where it happens, everybody. These are the community segments. You can't count the reasons you must stay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make a song of that. You can't count those reasons. Let's not self-destruct on this show, too. Ooh, you've been drinking. Uh, A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to read these questions. Last week's, shut up! Last week's question of the week was, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, what's the most memorable gaming experience you've had while drunk? Uh, Membinsane Rain, or Insane in the Membrane, was mm-hmm. the first to answer. 
Best memory I had playing a video game drunk would probably be when I was at a party hosted by one of my friends with a bunch of people, when someone drunkenly found his N64 and got a bunch of people to play Super Smash Bros. Not a lot of people there had ever touched it before, so the years and years of training turned me into the ultimate champion of the evening. Even when they tried to drown me in alcohol to get me inebriated and hopefully mess up, I was still able to hold my own. That's awesome. Oh, so you were the kid nobody could beat. That's awesome. Well, but even though they, they tried to, like, fucking uh, paint him with, with alcohol, and he still, he still persevered. Mm-hmm. It's a glorious story. Yeah. That's, that's an after... That's, like, that's the modern-day uh, afternoon uh, special right there. The dangers <laughs> of alcohol. Dr. Dr. Pepper, who has a mesmerizing gift DDP. on his message... Says, my twin sister had a really cool older girlfriend, and she brought us some bum wine. We then mixed it with Adelaide and made Night Train while Slammer Timed we played... While Slammer Timed we played Portal 2. It was quite a thrill. I can't tell you how far we got. I can just tell you we enjoyed ourselves. Mm. The two older women. Remember when we went through a bum wine phase? It was so brief because Henry wanted it because he won't drink beer, but he... He's like, this is actually pretty good. And like, Henry, you can't... This is like 20% alcohol. This can't be your thing. It's just not carbonated, not that alcoholic. Don't drink this. Sword in 7550. Don't try and make this happen faster, Michael. Why not? (laughs) No, it's not going to happen. We're ending early. No. Um, Sword in 7550 says, I don't drink, so the closest (gasps) I ever got to a drunk gaming experience is meeting Gavin Dunn, a.k.a. Miracle of Sound, an Irish musician that makes music about games. Such as this drinking ditty. And then there's a YouTube video called Nord Mead. Uh, Fooling Kermit says, I was a bit tipsy when I was playing the Copperhead encounter in Batman Arkham Origins. During this scene, Batman is poisoned, so he's stumbling around and his vision gets blurred. Talk about immersive. <laughs> I can't see. Um, at the end I'm of this, I'll, up. I'll, I'll do my drunk gaming experience but I don't have to think oh, about long. it because most of my gaming experiences are drunk oh my god you guys I'm so drunk I like this uh, badger wearing hockey pads <laughs> I'm so <laughs> drunk I'm wearing hockey pads uh, badger noon before I was a kid I used to throw a big St. Patrick's Day party every year uh, and I always hooked up a few older consoles for it the party usually spreads out all over the house but a few years ago I had the Dreamcast hooked up with Power Stone 2 oh, and Choo Choo Rocket uh, slowly started to take over the entire party. I think I was the only one of my friends to ever have a Dreamcast, and a lot of people had never even seen one, let alone played one. It's still uh, probably my favorite recent retro console, if that makes any sense. It does. That does make mm-hmm. sense. Uh, that, I don't know, almost everything on the Dreamcast defines games we play now. Mm-hmm. 3D models. Yeah, the Dreamcast and... was actually uh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amount of games that have taken... Uh... Cues from Fligan Brothers. Fligan. Oh God! Every game. You basically just described Telltale. <laughs> I think because the games are so bright and colorful. Uh, what it a has... podcast reference Fligan Brothers twice. Can I just <laughs> say that much in one episode? Uh, achievement unlocked, Dave. <laughs> Let's see if iTunes recognizes it. Uh, it has a lot in common with the NES in that in this regard. And a lot of games just pop. It's a cool feeling to be able to produce from thin air a bunch of very high quality multiplayer party games that no one in the party has ever seen before. And everyone ended up having an absolute blast, culminating in, a, in both a uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 tournament and finally some Samba de Amigo with knockoff maracas. Uh, the party is no longer what it once was, but last year involved a post-bar trip to the Galloping Ghost, so, which is an arcade. 
Neat. Um, Raccoon Hail says, I was completely and utterly hammered during college, and my roommate's girlfriend thought it would be hilarious to uh, trash talk kids on Halo 2 while I played the game. I was barely lucid, but I somehow managed to go perfect in Rumble Pit. 25 kills, no deaths, while she talked so much trash. It was on... uh, and it was on lockout, I believe. And uh, then I near repeated the the feat for the next four rounds. College is a blast. Did it is, my friend. Um, uh, Griff, college, am I right? <laughs> Griff says very loud and boisterous Super Smash Brothers melee in college. Uh, we had six people swapping controllers one night on my sophomore year in college while uh, pre gaming for some party. The amount of shit talking we threw at each other uh, could have crushed our souls if we weren't drunk. Some kinky uh, controller swap in there. And Curious Quail says, I maintain you haven't truly lived uh, until you're three to four glasses of scotch in and you try and play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles with three <laughs> other people who are similarly intoxicated. You, you take the bucket. Badass. You uh, take the bucket. You t- <laughs> the fact that... Uh, Dave, you. The well, fact you that, put down the bucket. I got to throw it. Put, put down. The fact that any of the people I did this with are still friends is incredible. And every few years someone says... Why didn't we ever finish that game? And the insults resurface like some majestic obscenity whale. <laughs> <laughs> obscenity whale. Let me read these two more. Uh, Moan for Stallone. Full disclosure, I am a horrible singer, but after a couple of drinks, I think I am the second coming of Michael Bolton during my wife's an- annual Halloween. His wife's an- annual Halloween. That's how he wrote it. Uh, annual Halloween party. I decided to pop in Sing Star to really get the party started. And what better <laughs> song than Boys to Men, Ends of the Road, uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I, di- I didn't even make it to the deep voice guy apologizing. Baby, I'm so sorry. But uh, if you just come <laughs> back WCW to me. WCW was in a <laughs> major rut in the 90s. Oh, before passing out on the living room floor with a PS2 microphone still in my hand. And uh, Little Deuce Deuce says, the first time I tried California medicine, as Chris uh-huh. would call it, was in the late 90s. My cousins were playing the first Grand Theft Auto on PC. I started zoning out and... Uh, thought that the sirens in the game were real and that the cops were coming to raid the apartment. <laughs> I grabbed my shoes and coat and was halfway down the hall before my cousins managed to catch me. I Wait, little, little Deuce Deuce is in our forums? You don't know what we got, man. It's, he's, he, he does great YouTube videos. Like does he's, he? Yeah, he has this amazing... Oh, no, I know he is. He's fantastic. Yeah, he has this amazing song about Mighty Ducks. Yeah, great songs. Yeah. Uh, I felt like an idiot, but the memory amused me every time I saw the bouncing cop heads in GTA 1 after that. I have the uh, oh, I love GTA One and the uh, the land experiences I had with that fucking game. Fucking okay. yeah, original GTA is good. Oh. Fucking shit. Aaron Baba says once played a drinking game involving Mario Kart, Mario Party, WarioWare, and a lot of Jack Daniels. Who hasn't? Mario Party Ten also came out this week. A few hours later, I went all Mike Grimm chili sprinkler in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Even Why's now, Mike Grimm chili sprinkler. The smell of Jack Daniels <laughs> makes me a little uneasy. I Not me. I drink a lot of Jack Daniels. Uh, beautiful Elston was here. Uh, signature image. Brendol says I don't remember because I normally pass out. Hashtag thug life. Uh, Tranquilbez22 says I recently stumbled home after a long uh, oh a long a long a long night out and thought I'd play whatever was in the PS4 whether it was a game or a Blu-ray it was GTA 5 I don't remember much apart from switching the game to first person and being chased by cops in a golf cart I was eventually busted (laughs) for the first time in my GTA playing history Wow. wow but at least I didn't replicate it in real life Take that, Jack Thompson. It was one of the harder missions in GTA 5, IMO. 
<laughs> trying to remember that. There was there was a yeah the shit in the golf course. Golf course, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna read Triskittables, even though uh, it's not it's not it's not quite the story we're asking for. He says, "I don't drink, but I recall Ooh. a good friend getting pretty freaking hammered at Pax Prime last year, and I imagine any of us are the culprit." <laughs> Probably. His name is uh, Cientista. That no, me? that's too obvious. Chris A. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Pax Prime. Oh yeah, that was fucked up. Mm. Thank you, Teddy Rossi. By I'm way. pretty sure I got <laughs> drunk at that Pax and every Pax. Yes, you've yeah. never not seen me hammered unless I'm yeah, wearing sorry. a cap. I'm sure. Sorry that I've been hammered at every Pax, but one time I opened. An SNES cartridge. Okay. <laughs> One time I opened an SNES cartridge. Hard to read with the line breaks. I got drunk and bought a 3DS from my local Target that was going out of business. Slightly regret it as I had no money at the time. Oh, 3DS is a good system, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a worthwhile purchase. Yeah. Zap Rousedower. Dude. Zap Rousedower? The legend? The Canadian <laughs> legend? Yeah. You should revere this man. Yeah. Zap Rousedower says, New Super Mario Brothers. I shit you not. Three of us were playing, and we all got killed trying to kill the first Goomba (laughs) that pops up in the first level of that game. Yes, we were very drunk, and that death screen pause did not help things. Fucking hate that. It's the worst part about that game. (laughs) Oh, no, you must be really hammered. We did much better in House of the Dead Overkill the previous couple hours before. Shit, fuck, cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that pretty much describes I'll let Dave read a few. And then I'll tell you mine. Who? Uh, Jar says, A friend gave us some hot brownies, so me and my girlfriend decided to take a few bites and play new Mario Brothers on the Wii. A little later, we didn't feel it kicked in and hastily had a few more bites. Uh, we get to a diff- difficult lava level near the end as they finally start to work, and I'm on fire. I'm nailing every jump, dodging fireballs, and progressing through the level with a sort of zen finesse. Hell yeah. It was incredible. Shortly after, I'm not feeling so great. The lights are too bright, I'm nervous, I'm sweaty, I can't handle all the colors. Is the TV too loud? What the fuck was in those brownies? Uh, me every second. Uh, by the end, we had to turn off the TV, all the lights, get under like it, and put on a CCR album at low volume just to decompress. Since when does pot have this kind of effect on me? I spent the rest of the night staring out the window, paranoid about my future because of drugs. Worrying about the bad moon on the right. Well, welcome to me every time I uh, I eat pot. Not every time. Just the last time. Last very, time. very so terribly. Sorry. Chris, why did you write that? I didn't write it. I was, yeah, you did. I ruined the best moment. What should have been one of the best moments. I, of no, I was life. in the close. See, I'd never eaten pot. In public in my life before, I was pra- I was training to do that. So I yeah, and uh, I was in the safest place possible, which is with friends at Back to the Future. But it turns out being in a movie theater with hundreds of other people is not also that. That's the part that that got me. Okay, um, I want to read one from the uh, comments. Some random chap says the most memorable would have to be playing Proteus while smoking DMT. Whoa! I was playing. Christ. What's DMT? Don't, don't may know. try. <laughs> No, uh, DMT, I've done it before. Let me look it up. Okay. Um, I wasn't playing so much as I was just holding forward while everything turned into ice cream and was melting. I got news for you, man. That's all that playing Proteus is like sober. <laughs> That's all you do. Uh, uh, I know DMT well. I can't. I, I could have sworn I'd done it. it this, is, this is what the Wikipedia looks like, for fuck's sake. Like, That's a lot of Organic compounds. Shit. And, mm-hmm. 
Uh, Stebby Joe says, ever try to play Mario Kart while drunk? Or Mario Kart Wii drunk? Suffice to say, it was near impossible (laughs) to claim that any of us were doing half well. The winner being the one who came in second to last or something. I still don't quite remember that. Hayes, but someone... Somehow one Wii controller ended up in the next garden over. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a bar we went to for this asshole's birthday... Uh, uh, Brucade, Brucade. Oh yeah, recently. Which where like basically at the bar they have a big screen yeah. with Wii U, Mario Kart, <laughs> uh, four player split screen, and you can just kind of get a controller. Could be a bunch of arcade games, and they kind of only do Mario Kart yeah. four player uh, at, on at the, big the bar screen. where like you can sit at the bar with a controller and mm-hmm. play. And it was like I was getting drunk and watching, and it's I didn't realize how upsetting it is to see someone not power slide. <laughs> like I wanted to vomit every time I saw someone oh, go around a corner without power sliding. Ew, what did you do? Break? Or like or have Ugh. three mushrooms and not use them before oh. hitting the next box. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm gonna I I need to this I need is... to get I need to pay out and leave, you <laughs> bastards. Disgusting. Two taco two taco poem. Oh, it's first post on the forums. Ooh. It says uh, my friends and I were really into uh, World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft Battlegrounds, and we thought it would be so funny if we did uh, Thari Basin drunk. After five Red Bulls and Jägermeisters later, we were all queued up. The last thing I remember is my friend asking if we were ready to do, ready over Ventrilo. I gave a sober, you bet, let's fuck him up. That was the last thing I remember. According to my friends, I died multiple times, giving the win to the Horde. When they went to find... When they went to find me in game after the match, I was dancing on the Scry elevator in Shatrath City and singing over Vent. Sorry, I bo- I butchered every single war- Warcraft. <laughs> you sure did. Wow. You sure yeah. did, Dave. Yeah. Uh, Aisha says, "I think I fought off like two hundred dudes in Assassin's Creed Three once while pretty fucked up. I was just in the zone, dude. Every time a new group would come at me, my brain would forget how long I'd been doing it, and I'd just start brawling all over again." Like some kind of pugilist goldfish. Hey, oh, sure, I enjoy your tweets. Yes. yes. They are fun. Can I tell you mine? I yes. thought you did. Yeah. But go ahead. No, mine is uh, Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came home from work and I had been playing every night. Anne and I basically like agreed to not see each other for a week <laughs> when that came out. Because, okay. like, you know... We were both playing in separate rooms. Yeah, because we're like, who, who knows who's going to be farther ahead than the other one? We That's don't one of my favorite gaming stories ever. It. You walked out of your room for the first time in hours and watched a cutscene. Like, <laughs> she <laughs> died in mine. <laughs> I was like, she can live? <laughs> uh, went back into my room, and uh, I, knew it was, I knew I was near the end, and it was going to end. So I opened a bottle of wine because I thought, like, you know, this... Ah, this yeah, it's been a culmination of a journey. This mm-hmm. goes with a bottle of wine. Well, I wasn't as near the end as I thought, so I opened a second bottle of wine. Oh, boy. And uh, I drank two bottles of wine, and by the end of Mass Effect 3, I was just like, I'll take the blue option. Whatever. And then everyone... Red option, blue option, they're all the same in the end. Hey, no, please. Nothing, nothing, nothing matters. Nothing matters, Shepard. Shepard, nothing matters. So then the next day, everyone's like, oh, what'd you think about that controversial ending? And I was like... Too much vomit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of hiccuping. <laughs> I don't really... So then I had to pretend to, like, argue <laughs> the merits of the ending hey, a without remembering a damn thing about what I... Like, I was like, I chose the middle one, mm-hmm. I think. I think that's the only, like, video game-specific 
podcast Laser Time's ever done. It was about the ending of Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. It was pre-Video Game Apocalypse. And then I had to yeah. do I had to do a podcast at PC Gamer with Gary Witta came on as our special guest. Mm-hmm. Gary Witta, former PC Gamer editor, uh, now writing Star Wars movies, uh, came on, and I was the just, abomination. On, on I had to try to talk me. to him like uh, knowledgeably about the Mass Effect ending, even though I it was <laughs> really all a blur to me. And uh, I, that was great. So I had the opinion, like, shut up, you fucking whiners. You didn't get the ending that you wanted. This yeah. was never really your story. Even I was like, it, I had, had two bottles of it. wine. It was great. And I thought it was great. It was it was moving. It was impactful. And it made sense. And then Gary Witta, as a screenwriter, is like, here's how people write stories in case you don't. <laughs> I, I, he was he way like nicer it. about it than I would have I been. I recall as your biggest complaint was that uh, when... When you had to put your face down on the keyboard, you couldn't yeah. see the ending anymore. It was hard to see <laughs> when I was sleeping, and my Tally head... said you hit shift five times and you made a noise, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the sticky keys turned on, and I was like, "What sticky keys? I don't want sticky keys in here." Show me your face. I don't want to hear that. Hey, hey, my Tally died. I know. She Mine died like a motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you just didn't love her enough. The girl, I love her. No, I, I took, like she was different. From I, all took, the way to the I end. took oh. care of her. Mm. The girl who lived—that's what I call it. Damn, <laughs> damn it, you, damn it, you guys. Anyway, I that, love, was, that was my story. I, I love Tally so much. I love. No, Tally's talking. You can't even see her face. What, you need to. What does her face look like? Her face is in her soul, man. <laughs> her face is in her soul. You know, Liara's. Amber is the color of her energy, okay? Liara's yeah. my my girl. Michael, get a hold of this. Uh, <laughs> we need a new question of the week. Let's let's go with, is there one game, mm. assuming you've bought a PS4 or an yes. Xbox One, is there... <laughs> shut up, PC boy. Is there... Okay, a new graphics card, let's just say. <laughs> or a... Oh, God, that's just hitting me. Titan Christ. Why am I being blamed? You're horrible farts. I didn't do that. I heard you. It never happened. You looked me straight in the eye while you did it. <laughs> I didn't, because I was yeah. aiming for your eye. <laughs> you looked me in the eye and lifted your left ass cheek. Your brown eye looked at Michael in the it eye. It did, and it gross, winked gross. with a plume of gas. Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> yes. uh, new question of the week. Is there Chase around like a Space Jam game. A new console and are not Tyler. Mm. Or let's say a new graphics card. I don't fucking care. Uh, is there a single game that you feel justifies that purchase mm. more than any other? Uh, I guess for me, so far, just going by what have I played the most, mm-hmm. it's Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor. Mm. That, I think, is my favorite game of the last year. Uh, it's the only one that I've got a platinum trophy in. Uh, mm. And from what I've heard, the PS3 and 360 versions are kind of broken. Yeah. And so maybe it's a game that could have been done on mm. 360, but wasn't. And so I'm very happy to have it on PS4. Uh, mm. Failing that, Titanfall on Xbox One. Uh, I'm with you on both of those. Um, I played the most. Uh, the game I played the most is Destiny. Oh, and okay. I'm not sure you need a next-gen console to do that. Um, but it did a couple of things that the previous generation could not do. What's weird uh, is like the amount of hours that have been put into previous-gen mm-hmm. versions of some of these games. Mm-hmm. They just have like no coverage I have no idea what Destiny is like on Xbox 360 and PS3. Yeah, that, yeah, because they don't send out review copies, and the outlets have very little incentive to say, like, okay, well, let's let's waste a bunch of hours playing through this game. That, uh, yeah, and I mean, in a lot of cases, it is, like, just the same. It's 
just in a, maybe mm-hmm. a slightly slower frame rate, and uh, the draw distance isn't quite yeah. as far. I mean, it's still weird. Playing Titanfall on 360, like the only thing I noticed, like other than a slight hit in the graphics, was screen tear. Uh, when you, when you jump in, like the the transition is slightly different. Like there's one piece yeah. that's missing. Mm. But um, yeah, I know. I just explained it earlier. Like I never got truly excited about what the future holds because mm-hmm. I've been. I don't hate games. I'm worried about what the future holds for the next-gen systems, and I've never been more excited than when, within a couple days' time I played the Final Fantasy XV demo in Bloodborne. That has made me super excited. But Destiny's yeah. the one I've, I've sunk the most time into, and I'm sure uh, that's something only a next-gen uh, console could pull off. Yes, Tyler, the PC could pull it off. What? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it could. <laughs> um... Mordor is my real answer, but... but Mordor is the best game. There's yeah. nothing about it that seems yeah. next-gen to me. Shadow of Moor doors. It, it's, it's great. And it's it, got so many doors. No, but I would argue that Destiny's better. But the uh, the Nemesis system I just hear is like complete oh, yeah. crap on, on previous Oh, gen. yeah, I did oh, that hear sucks. that. That's too bad. But if I'm going to like take mm-hmm. a real answer RBI on something baseball. I've played in, in both generations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Logos Cycle. Really? Logos that game... People said, oh, that doesn't look like a next-gen game. That game runs super fast mm-hmm. and super smooth the entire time. You play that on it's no shit, Xbox really 360, it is not as good. It's not really fun. As good. I, I could not stand how much shit that game got. That is, yeah, it's, I don't understand. It's so entertaining. I really we got like a stream up of it on YouTube.com still. Ash, Laser Time Network, along yeah. with uh, this week's stream of uh, Bloodborne and Space Jam for the yeah. PlayStation 1. Two way into men games. <laughs> Maybe one of them only is. All right, Tyler. Oh God, I have nothing. Um, you what? How? What kind of graphics card are you using? Uh, right now, uh, my PC at home, I have a uh, Tigron NV in the one in 3. the other room. What's it got? It's got a Titan, a Cheryl a Titan, a thousand dollar Titan. Is there one single game that you feel justifies you owning a Titan more than any other? Jesus. Um. The days of the graphic, yeah, powerhouse it's Star Citizen, oh, really? Star Citizen. Maybe in the future, I've played it on that machine. It it runs okay. It's not very optimized yet, mm. but I looked at all my big ships, and they're very big, and uh, <laughs> that makes me feel like a big man. And uh, I like to I like to be a big man with big ships. Big man with big di- uh, ships. Yes. Ships. Um, but I couldn't even flush a toilet. There are big ships in there. I gotta say, like I know we're making fun of next gen games for not looking good or not being good. No, but you are the uh, no everyone is. But the uh, <laughs> you the, and Chris mostly. I'd actually, say not looking good, not, not being me. good. The opening two like levels of Hardline, of mm-hmm. Battlefield Hardline, the single player look really fucking good. Yeah. Mm. Really good. It doesn't look as good later on mm-hmm. for whatever reason, but uh, yeah, running that at a hundred frames a second felt pretty good. Um, I, my Titan is actually outdated and not, not great compared to actually che- much cheaper cards. Mm. Now, like if I had a GTX 980, I would be probably doing better. Right. That was um, almost in humble brag territory. It, <laughs> it was. Hurtles. I didn't actually buy it. I don't have a thousand dollars to spend on graphics mm-hmm. cards. Uh, it just appeared. But if you donate, let me have one. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, you can have a Titan. I don't can't get you one. Uh, but. <laughs> No, we but you no. can theoretically have one. Well, theoretically, every, you can all, own one. I um, own uh, the beefiest PC I've ever owned. No, the I'm Titan working is, at PC like, Gamer for six months. I would love to talk about it <laughs> because, like, the Titan is the stupidest graphics card ever. It is, it is the like epitome of a status symbol. 
Um, mm. It is quieter and more power efficient than other cards, mm-hmm. but not better than like the mm. like four hundred dollar card you can buy, and it's a thousand dollars. The Titan X is the new one, mm. uh, and it's like a thousand dollars, but. It sounds like the Lexus of video cards. Yeah, you don't need. You it. could buy a Corolla. <laughs> you're you're a damn fool if you buy it. To be honest, if mm-hmm. if, if Nvidia didn't send it to you mm-hmm. for review, <laughs> you shouldn't own never it. Asked for it back. <laughs> to be honest, uh, yeah, they never asked for it. I so missed this. Like, hey, now. we wanted that back. Like, oh, uh, I don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah. I, it's gone. I, make, I, I was sitting in the thousand dollar chair at work because we did an article on the best chairs. For, for, for your so desk. It's come to this. And I was sitting in a thousand dollar chair that was the most comfortable goddamn thing. It was actually helping my posture. <laughs> like it was improving my life. And today they were like, uh, they need it back. And I was like, your posture needs help. Your PC. My life was actually posture improved. is very Ebenezer Scrooge's. <laughs> my my life was improved by having this chair. Thomas, <laughs> shouldn't you eat? And Go so, away. I, yeah. <laughs> so I had to return to like one of the shitty like. Eighteen dollar office chairs we have, as they and I watched as they like put my my beauty into a box oh. and wrapped it with with fucking it's like bubble wrap. The Bob's Burgers John Ham toilet episode. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. the Bob's Burgers the toilet in the woods. Like you got to imagine a chair that costs a thousand dollars feels like heaven to sit in, and it did. I am ready mm. to receive your leavings, Tyler. <laughs> it it was. I could have shit in it, and it would have been fine with it. Yes. Anyway. That's my story. Let me find you a location for napkins. No, my my thing is like so to I recap, want to recap the game that makes you feel most justified in buying a Titan is a chair. Is a chair. Yeah. No, no. no. What I what what I feel what I feel justified in owning um, very expensive computing equipment uh-huh. is VR because um, mm, ah. VR is going to require it because you really want that. Yeah. You want sixty frames a second or more, ninety ideally, because you don't want any latency with mm-hmm. VR. It doesn't feel good if there's any latency at all. So you really do have to have good equipment to use VR. And when it comes out in a proper consumer form, which Valve is going to release it this fucking year. Probably sooner than the Oculus. Yeah, surprisingly. It's um, expensive, though, This year. It will be expensive. I'm going to buy 18 of them. But, uh, yeah, the thing is you're going to... Everybody hates you now. (laughs) It's it's going to be expensive to buy the headset, but you need also an expensive computer. Mm. So it's just going to be an expensive hobby, period. Mm. Because it's not going to be good if you can't run stuff fast enough. So that's the reason why I think having a good rig is a good idea. Mm. Okay, so what's the one game that you feel most justifies your purchase of a PS4, Xbox One, or new PC rig? Bloodborne. Let us it let is. us know, but I'm sure for Chris it is. But let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Whoever answers first uh, while posting the question, starting the thread, gets read first on next week's show, or just comment under the article for episode 105. So that's our show. Thanks for listening. We're going to go out with a quick round of plugs. Uh, I would like to plug that Tyler should give me his Oculus Rift S kits if he's what? talking about VR this no. much. Just give it up, brother. What? I want to play that fucking Sonic mod <laughs> so bad. I do I do uh, have it, the first Oculus Rift I know. dev kit. 
I, I, I know. The very first one. The shittiest one. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but it's not good. I need it. Um, it's just like a shitty Android phone. Uh, <laughs> but I'm plugging lasertimepodcast.com where you can find this podcast and a bunch of other podcasts like Laser Time and Cheap, uh, Cape Crisis, uh, which is our weekly comic mm-hmm. book show that I do with Hey Now Hank Gilbert. Um, and also there's a bunch of articles up there this week. we got a Star Wars anime thing. You can see the new Mission Impossible uh, impossible trailer, a bunch of stuff I'm writing. Um, we do have commentaries uh, for sale right now to help us out in this time of taxi need. Um, uh, $5 will... Uh, anything between $1 and four ninety nine will land you Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Space Jam. Uh, anything over that, $5 will get you Cool World, the exclusive commentary for Cool World. Anything uh, up to $10... We'll get you a physical item sent to your door worldwide. Uh, physical item with a laser time. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Mr. Dandy.com. And it's not Dave like Rudden. Yeah. It is not Dave Rudden. It'll be the cool little item with a laser time acknowledgement, and it'll be neat. We'll show you. I, I know what it is now. I know what it looks like. I can't wait to show you what it looks like. Uh, but it's definitely happening. And, and that's, and um, Dave and I streamed. Uh, you can Blood find Horror. the archives on youtube.com slash laser time network probably underneath the article where this podcast is posted uh, we stream Bloodborne mm. for like two hours same level <laughs> um, and also Space Jam on PSX who wins the Monstars or Toon Squad I am Toon Squad Dave is Monstars I bet Dave wins please shut up <laughs> don't fucking ruin this for me this is all I have. I mean, the you know dollar, which one of us is better at basketball. The so $2 I earn a year on YouTube. Yeah. I need yeah. this. I fucking need this. But we, uh, hopefully we'll do a, a wrestling stream also. Because Ooh. WrestleMania is happening this week, yeah, we just did an episode of She Podcast. We'll Wait, have another one in the after. going to WrestleMania? Going there. Yeah. Chris is going to storm the ring. It's dumb. It sucks to ask for money and also say I'm going to WrestleMania, if you know I, my thoughts. Uh, we've... We've already paid your. I bought those tickets yeah. like like eight months ago. It yeah. feels like. And as we said, you're sitting in the middle of all of us, so we can't sell your ticket because then we, some guy's going to be sitting. In the I did. Of us. If you want to be creative with your taxes, I did write that off entirely. Mm. <laughs> a I'm WrestleMania going to a ticket. flea market <laughs> on the day you're going to WrestleMania. You're not going to watch us on TV mm-hmm. yeah. watching WrestleMania. Oh God, I will. Yeah, I'll uh, play Castlevania while you guys are at WrestleMania. We're gonna do, like look for the big giant head of Chris Benoit and then this, the cheap popcast CP over his eyes. It's going to happen, Dave. Oh, yeah. If I'm we want to get, willing get kicked it. out almost immediately, I'm going to good film idea. Whole, I'm filming the whole thing. I would love so to film gonna, you. You're going to wear like a Chris Benoit like, giant Mardi Gras mask? I don't remember what he looks like exactly, other than every other balding wrestler with oh, back okay. knee. Uh, but we'll see. I'm, I, it, I'm thinking about it. Being kicked out of WrestleMania would be worth filming entirely. Yeah. Also, toe ball number one. Oh, I'm really <laughs> <game>. Play it. <laughs> That's Dave big, Dave's big tease for the week. Diamond Dave Dog Rudden yeah. is plugging toe ball number one. I'm uh, I'm Tyler uh, Cyberpunk Guy Wild. You can you can you can find me on cy- on, on cyberspace at Tyler <laughs> underscore Wild. I got my you can gnome- find him on the grid. I got I got my gnome goggles on. And I, I got the Google look for, Google look Glass. For, look for Tyler Wilde on cyberspace.cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a leather trench coat, and I got a bowler hat with a... I got a big-time bowler hat. Does it have goggles on it? Yeah, Please I got say yes. goggles on my hat, goggles on my No, he neglected to do face. that, but he does have a mechanical parrot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got my... Give got, ants in your eyes. Your <laughs> <laughs> I'm ants in my eyes, Johnson! <laughs> Uh, I you got your mirror shades. When you lift them up, your eyes are also mirror shaded. That's that is correct, Michael Raparez. I got circuit boards 
tattooed on my face. I'm uh-huh. cyberpunk. Do you wow. have a, a, a cybernetic a, left arm with like a finger that uh, turns into a screwdriver for no reason? You got it, but not it's really. Something, I you got. I know what that is. I have pain, incredible pain in my eyes. I've got ants in my eyes. <laughs> he doesn't feel pain. He's ants in my eyes, Johnson. I, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a elite hacker. I'm gonna hack your box, uh, boxer. Uh, please follow Tyler Wild, Cyberpunk Tyler, on Twitter. And somebody assassinated. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big, big time no, cyberpunk hero. And I, uh, I'm, I'm hero protagonist from the popular uh. novel Snow Crash. You um, know, so when I said I'm gonna let you finish, I suddenly imagined uh. like, what if this was Taylor Swift's acceptance speech? <laughs> so please keep talking, uh, Dave. Dave Rudden, why, why don't you do your plug just like I'm plugged into the net? Please follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and be sure to follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas, so you can hear the things that come into my head maybe once or twice uh, every month. So that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Benghazi was an inside job. <laughs> Private eye. I sell used bulldozers. You're such a dumb cumster. On the Texarkana border. Oh, um, man. <laughs> <laughs>